Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, K-I-V-A, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. Here on this beautiful Wednesday, very overcast and cloudy, don't feel sad, folks, it's December. We're here, there, we're right here for you, don't worry, we got your lifeline. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Podcasting, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Then we can download the app at rockoftalk.tv at rockoftalk.com. Glad to be here with uh, you and yours for hour number one, full of fun, D-Dowd, Muska, and I. And uh, we covered in that third hour yesterday a couple of the write-ups. Uh, we will certainly uh, get to that. More news from the 505. We'll touch upon some national politics. Uh, a burning Christmas tree, uh, I think, as a, I don't know, that doesn't put a damper in your spirits. Well, that to- certainly tells you that New York City is not a place that you want to go to, whether this time of year or maybe any year ever again in your life. And I'm actually serious about that, folks. <laughs> I, I really, truly am. Uh, we'll talk about uh, some space news just a little bit, not too much. We're going to get too indulgent on that with D. Dowd Musk and uh, some random national stuff. And, uh, well, Chris Cuomo, you know, CNN, it's, it's, it's all right there. But uh, they're going to kick it off because city council looks as if it's a balanced four to four with a swing vote. Uh, and when I say as it looks, that means as it looks. It doesn't necessarily mean that it is more conservatively dominated. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to just kind of be absolutely fair and straightforward here. Uh, I'm sure D. Dowd Musco will appreciate my approach to all of this because we're just going to go line by line. Okay. Now, I realize that people register as Republicans and uh, they're certainly entitled to register as whatever you want. I mean, that's totally fine. However, if you are registered as a Republican, you got to wear the brand. That was one of the things that I ran on that I cared a lot about because uh, I had to vote for an actual Republican. And I, I do have to say congratulations to Renee Grout. Congratulations to uh, Dan Lewis. And now we have uh, Trudy Jones and Brooke Besson, uh Republican. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Louis Sanchez. We had Dan Lewis here in the studio uh, spouting off the uh, absolute wonderful things about Luis Sanchez. Okay, uh, all things considered, all things considered, we're still a Pat Davis. We still have, uh, I don't know, Isaac Benton, the, the crazy. But we, we the, these would be people, because <laughs> I can't come up with the words, that they think they're sort of, well, we're pragmatic, we're, uh, very cautious in our approach to things, but we've seen this particular city go left of center over and over and over again. And I'm just going to sort of start from the top. In terms of Renee Grout, okay, she supported Manny Gonzalez. She supported a Democrat or mayor. Now, we've seen what's happened with BCSO. We're certainly happy that uh, Renee is a registered Republican. She's participating in the, uh, you know, Bernalillo County um quote-unquote Republicans, we can say quote-unquote there, uh, but we know that it's not carrying the flag, not wearing the brand, okay, as far as, and this is something that we have dealt with rhino after rhino after rhino after rhino, okay? Now, we've got to basically try and get Renee to go further to the right, not further to the left, not try to be pragmatic, compromise, whatever, glad we have it, okay? 
And congratulations to uh, Jay McCluskey, I guess. Now he runs all four of those guys in the city council um, and probably a, possibly a fifth. So there you go. There's a couple of ways you can run the city. One, you can run the city council, which he certainly is now, or you could be the mayor of the city of Albuquerque. Yeah. Then there's Dan Lewis. And Dan Lewis, uh, his political consultant was Jay McCluskey. Yeah. Dan's a good man. He came in. Happy to have him here with um, Pastor Steve, who's amazing. Boy, that uh, the Wuhan weapon. Well, I, he just, I just get so excited when I hear Pastor Steve Smotherman now. I didn't, my parents were actually like watching him, listening to him, saying the things that he has to say. Like, we need that type of strength, you know. And Pastor Smotherman doesn't have patience for, for Democrat or Republican parties. So a little bit of a digression there. But one of the things that was really interesting to me is, you know, Dan Lewis, I would have certainly have preferred him a thousand times out of a thousand over Tim Keller. We all, it's something that's easy to agree on. Dan's got the vax, and, you know, we've got to keep Dan. He's probably the most conservative city councilor that's on there. I think it's fair to say. I certainly hope that he tries to run for leadership. I think that that would be illustrative of the direction that we would want the city council to go. But I, I would really be pushing more towards the right, and he had some really good ideas that was in here uh, when he was uh, sharing them with everybody uh, in the Kiva. Now. Then there's Trudy Jones. Well, Dowd can go on and on about Trudy Jones uh, and, and Brooke Besson. Okay. Registered Republicans, both. No, 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 Dowd, you don't get to shut your mouth. Okay. No, no. These guys are secured in their positions. We're not here to be cheerleaders. We're here to keep them honest, and we're here to make sure that they espouse the very things that ostensibly the Republican with a low voter turnout, by the way. It was a very poor turnout for Lori Robertson. In fact, uh, I think there was like 10 times the number of helpers, Santa's helpers uh, for uh, one Renee Grout than there was for Lori Robertson. Everybody wants to be on the winning team. We want to take credit. I mean, you've just seen these emails. Like even the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico, they didn't even mention the word Republican. They're like, I'll, I'll read it to you. And they just wow. mentioned, we have an overwhelming conservative. John Block over at the Pinot Post. Oh, okay. We have an overwhelming conservative. We The conservatives are taking it. So they're, they're like, you know, claiming Louie now yes, yes. as their own. Like, this is this is the, the direction they've decided to go ahead and, and go in. It's like, uh, he's a registered Democrat. And that does that not mean something anymore? I mean, anymore, uh, you might be more conservative if you're an independent at this point. Okay, <laughs> honestly. And then there's all these rumors about additional people who are jumping in the gubernatorial race. And, you know, certainly last night's results. Before I get to Brooke and, and Trudy, yeah, the wonderful ladies that they, that, that they are, <clears throat> this election did the most last night for one Mark Ron Ketty. Given the results of last night, and if you're focused on the Bernalillo County Central Committee, and uh, apparently John Rockwell was kicking up his heels over there, uh, dancing a jig, isn't that what they say, uh, Doubt? Dancing a jig over there, paying bar tabs and having a good old time because he was happy that Lori, I mean, excuse me, <clears throat> Renee Grout won. So with all that being said, this actually bodes best in the gubernatorial race for Mark Ronchetti. Like, it, it separated him because of Jay McCluskey's consultation above anything. So Jay McCluskey is back in the saddle. He's got two wins. He picked up a Dan Lewis. He's picked up a Renee Grout. In spite of the, I mean, this is this is like talking about uh, 
what do you call the name of that Jackson? Uh, what's, what's the name of the MMA, the, the, the place where they fight? They have all sorts of losses just piled up. Zero, 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 zero. Then you get two wins. It's like, oh, we're world beaters. We're on top of it. <laughs> Try and hold us back. <laughs> yeah, nothing's going to stop us now. Uh, we do know that in the last statewide race, however, Ron Ketty got a significant amount. Nobody can deny that. I think it was 45, 46%, 45, yep. 46%. Okay. Yep. So he has to get to the 20% threshold. Uh, Mark, you don't even have to campaign at this point. You will not only get a 20% threshold, there will be people voting for you in the primary. It's Mark Ronchetti's race to lose after last night's results and after all the effort that the BC GOP is going to go ahead and put this in. So it's all in. Everybody wants a seat at the table. So there's a clamoring. There's the right to life groups. There's the National Hispanic Assembly, which uh, did not endorse me. Did not, uh, you know, they did a little bit of promotion, but you know, there was some people in there. They just we don't like Eddie Aragon. Like, okay, that's cool. No, no big deal. I wasn't looking for an endorsement, but you did say you were going to endorse me. So then, then unfortunately, they didn't. So that, that's the way it goes. And then there's uh, all of the various uh, people who want to show up at the party and hang out and have a good time and be part of it. Now, I want to say. In a very functionary sense, this is what they are supposed to be doing. Yeah, this, this, is, this is right in line, right? This is two city council wins, but you know who didn't get any credit for anything? <laughs> Me. Yeah, and I don't care. It's totally fine. Totally expected. I don't, I don't care. I don't need the pat on the back or an attaboy or anything else, despite the fact that in the two districts that we got the two city council races, actually, that's where I got my highest pool. And we inspired people to get out. And that's what I want to say, just bottom line here. Republicans, by and large, did not turn out for the race. They were inspired in the Northeast Heights. If we were going there, this would have been a great year for Brooke Besson, okay. somebody I helped uh, a lot. This would have been a great year on the West Side, tends to pull more conservative, and it was. We got Dan Lewis winning where Robert Aragon couldn't win. Okay. I just, I love saying that. It's like my favorite thing to say. It's like, Robert Aragon lost. You know, good, good, good for the Republican. He ran as a Democrat for the, for Congress. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, that's that's the way I feel. I'm much, much better with Dan Lewis. And then of course we have Renee Grout up in Fort Hill. So we so we got the sections right that we need to, but that needs to translate into House district seats. And I'm sure Jay McCluskey or your you know uh, du jour uh, campaign consultant will be showing up and saying, Hey, look what we did here. Look what we did. We, we, can, we can win these seats. And that's essentially what you're supposed to be doing. It's my job from the radio station, however, to be making sure that these people aren't voting for pot, gun buybacks, higher taxes, all the BS crap that we continue to see from these rhino Republicans who say, oh, well, I'm a Republican. And then, like, how do you vote? What do you vote on on this particular issue? Because... Whether we dominated in 1516 and we had two of the three, which I think is the most that we've had in the last, I don't know how many years, Dowd, like 40 years, right? Yeah. We didn't get a single thing done during 15 and 16 because one Michael Sanchez literally was just smacking you guys across the face every time that you tried to ram anything through the Senate. It's like, no, no, and hell no. And then you stick in Greg Baca. Uh, Jay, Jay McCluskey sticks in Greg Baca, I think, a year later uh, after that. And it's like, Michael was done anyway. He kept you doing from what you're doing, and they've got the trifecta 
I think from 18 all the way through 20, or from six, 17 all the way through 22. That's their trifecta. Those are the sins that we're paying for. So I just want to say, oh, oh, I forgot Brooke and Trudy. Trudy endorsed uh, Manny Gonzalez wholeheartedly. Let's yep. not forget. She endorsed him, did whatever she could. She's putting her name out there, doing flyers and leaps, all part of the, the McCleskey group, and that's totally fine. Okay, They've, they've got the ball now, so you got to respect that. Unfortunately, you've got to respect the people who are who are there and who have won in this. I mean, Jay McCluskey has control of the city council. Okay, he's got four. He's got he's got four, maybe five of the five. If he can if he can swing a, a Louis Sanchez and all this. Oh, by the way, speaking of other candidates, the rest of the candidates last night in the gubernatorial race just all became second tier immediately. It's one tier for Mark Ronchetti, and it's Mark Ronchetti's to lose, and second tier for everybody else. Now, I'm just going to talk to the party here for a second. Oh, Brooke Bassan, uh, she was the one who was uh, touting the bombs the other night. Loves the stadium. What else, Dow? I think we've, we've got <laughs> to pick up the phone and give her a call. A she, big community center that happens to be oh, in her yeah. district. Yeah, well, ironic. <laughs> you, should seen, you should have seen her when she picked up the phone and called me. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go with Mark Morris for CD1. I'm like, that's fine, no big deal. you know. And then I just hung up the phone. I'm like, that's okay. No worries. I'm sure Mark raised lots of money for you, right, Brooke? Okay, so let's let let's talk. <laughs> Sometimes you can only use the radio station to talk to some of these people anymore. You know, it's just the way. I don't want to take my call. Wayne Johnson. I don't know how many times I've had him here on the radio station. He was adamant about Manny Gonzalez. Big fan. My gosh, look at you guys. Oh, Jay Block, big big Manny supporter in that. And then he finally came around at the end. He was. Oh, he did. He's oh. kind of kind of a, he he wished me good luck on there. I'm like. Well, that's all right, Jay. I wasn't going to ask you. Remember, I don't ask for, I didn't ask one single person for an endorsement, right? I hardly asked anybody for any money. Should have just done the public money, I suppose, right? Just like everybody else getting, getting while the getting's good. By the way, the, the, uh, the, uh, the city of Albuquerque is still after me for, uh, reports and things like that. There's, they, they really want to know what's all, what's, what's the Kiva all about. All right. So let's, uh, let's wrap it up and just kind of talk for a moment uh, to our Republicans that are in this, okay, that are running for governor, running for lieutenant governor. I'm going to give some sage advice right now, okay, to the Republican Party. If you don't think you have a chance to win the gubernatorial race and you're running for other reasons other than to be governor, get out of the race, period. Don't stay in for another day. I'm just going to tell you it's not happening, right? As much as uh, I love Mark Ronchetti, which is totally facetious and sarcastic, okay? Mark's, a, Mark's not my favorite Republican, okay? But at least he is a Republican, and at least there is standing to go ahead and make this happen. Now, I'm not going to be cheering him on uh, all the way through unless he comes through with the primary. But remember, I will not support a single, un, a single vax candidate, a single vaccinated candidate in the Republican Party, who is running. Because you, if you can't stand up for yourself, you can't get your own house in order, can't do what you need to do, then I don't expect you to do anything statewide. I just don't. So don't even, don't waste your time with me. Seriously, okay? I will, I will school you. Like we're on the court, yeah, I'll, I'll give you nine, I'll give you nine points on an 11 <laughs> point. I will literally dunk on you all day long, okay? It's not, it's not happening for me, right? Now, for those of you 
who live in city council district, I think seven, nine, and five, as well as I believe, uh, what was it? Is Trudy eight? I think so. Let me I check. I think she might be eight. Okay. Anyone where you have, and then I think uh, Brooke is four. Okay. Five, seven, and nine. We lost seven. So it's four, five, eight, and nine. And then I yep. think one was. Lancena, which is now Luis Sanchez, and yep. we don't know which way which way the wind's blowing that day. We'll we'll go with what he's going to do. Okay. He's a Democrat, so and that party registration still means something. Just so you know, because we are a closed primary state, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to participate with the Republicans, you got to be a registered Republican. Just the way it is. That's why one of the reasons uh, the benefits of, of being registered in a party. That's actually kind of cool. I used to be kind of uh, open to the idea of an open primary. But, you know, given the goof-offs, like Bob Pearls and the people who run it, no. <laughs> Hell no. Game no. No way. Okay. If you reside in any of those places, okay, I want you to think about running for office. I, I, I Seriously. <laughs> With all due respect to, you know, any political consultant that's out there, this is something that you have to do. Okay. And as much as it, it, it pains me maybe sometimes to think that some of you guys are going to be working with certain political consultants, I don't care. I don't care. Flip the city, flip the state. I don't care how you feel about stuff. I, I really don't. I'm not going to focus a hell of a lot on the gubernatorial race uh, during the primary because I really don't want to get involved in the primary. I'm not interested. I, I think it's a total S show from top to bottom. Really, it is from top to bottom. We had uh, Karen Bedoni's people who uh, stopped in. You're welcome to go ahead and amplify your message, get into the Kiva, tell us uh, your story, what you're doing, where you're going, how's it going. If you want an interview, but just get, get prepared to get drilled. I'm not here to cheer you on. I'm not going to cheer you on. If you're lieutenant governor candidate, we'll see if you can stand the heat in the Kiva. Okay? And we'll do that all the way top to bottom. Your, your use of this radio station is most welcome. And we appreciate hearing from you. We like to know that you have a platform, that you are actually considering and let me tell you between now and i believe the primary is somewhere in february or something like that or the uh or the is it, i don't know if you can check on that sure, I'll check. That, the last place i think that would goes is the state party site for the republican party <laughs> that's quite true <laughs> i do care about it however i was running for state party chair and i think we might get a 10th candidate and i think it'll be a doozy uh according to rumors that are being put out there by a former democrat who ran for congress in 1992 um, I think at this point, um, it's up to you to leverage the Kiva. But just be prepared to fight and be prepared to, you know, uh, get your medal tested. I'm not going to cheer you on like like Dinah or any of these other people out there. I'm not, a state, I'm not a party cheerleader, but I can tell you come the election, when it comes to do the takedown, you know, when the real showdown begins against Michelle Lujan Grisham, I'll be your best ally. That I can guarantee you. But you got to be able to get through there and, you know, keep it clean through this primary, folks. It's exciting. Uh, it is that politics is exciting. It's a blood sport. You know, I mean, I walked right up to what's that guy's name? Bill Ream who's over there at the uh, I said, I said, are you re are you ready to retire, Bill Ream? <laughs> I walked right up to this guy. It was like, you know, you couldn't even pick up the damn phone and offer me some common decency at this point. Like, we, we're championing the same values. And, oh, because you have a problem with me personally? I don't even know you, dude. I don't even know you, and you want to take me to court. You guys want to do these things. But enough. Enough. Let's power through. Let's figure out. Let's figure out how it's going to.
be to change the state. Okay, at least this is a, at least this is a, a, a push in the right direction. I'm not saying it's the right direction because I don't think it is, but at least it's a push towards the right direction. And it's a you know we every single day that we're here in the Kiva, we get to talk about these issues, how it's impacting things. Things could have never been worse. We're still a closed state. But if you're going to come at me with your mask and vax and say that you're a registered Republican, I'm going to tell you to get the hell out of my face before I throw up. I literally am because I just I'm, I'm not prepared to put up with you. I really am not. Okay. And if you want to go ad hominem on me, trust me, we can go open mic ad hominem for you for a segment or two, or just use the Dow 3000 to pulverize you. Okay. And we will with a smile on our face, and joy in our hearts, all for the betterment of New Mexico. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Check one more time. Weather or traffic. Rudy Grande. All right. As we put things together, we see the accident on Paseo del Norte westbound. That has cleared uh, westbound at Louisiana. That has cleared. Traffic is starting to come too. I will also tell you it's gotten really rotten on I-25 northbound coming away from the Sunport. It's 23 miles an hour or less Ooh. all the way up to Central. But at least no accidents or stalls there. And the drive right now on Coors Boulevard southbound, La Ria. I keep saying that. It is actually, yet yeah, is southbound, La Ria on over to Montgomery. For some reason, that is just stuck today. And you're riding probably under 15 miles an hour in that stretch as well. Weather-wise, looks like it's going to be a little bit cloudy for the next couple of days. But no rain really in the forecast. And 51 degrees outside in Albuquerque. It is 48 in Rio Rancho. And with that, we are up to date. Now we dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right. That was uh, very quick. I thought we had a sponsor there for that one. But uh, Rudy, you never know with Rudy. Rudy's uh, Rudy's fast. Rudy's slow. Rudy is always on the go. And if you want to go ahead and advertise, very easy. Just text me directly. We'll get Rudy in touch with you. It's been been pretty exciting, Rudy. A lot of people have been calling up to advertise. Uh, It's been good for business. What do you think? Well, I'm loving it, and we had one of the, you know, one of the people that we, you and I talked about this morning, has already responded and said, "Write my spot, get it produced, I'm moving." There you go. That's all it takes. Uh, get ready for 2022, and uh, we want to see you uh, right here in the Kiva as uh, always, uh, every day from four to seven on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ FM, Rock of Time dot com. Four twenty eight, back and forth. suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. Mark Caruso is a former insurance company attorney who now works with victims. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. 
Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. This is David Allen Staley. While I may not be a radio personality, I am a Medicare advisor in real life, not just on the radio. It's annual enrollment time, and I'd like to help you figure out what you've got, show you what's hot and what's not, with all the new Medicare benefits out there. Call me, David Allen Staley, at 505-350-3858. That's 505-350-3858. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to search somebody. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot. The Mortgage Guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505 828 4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505 828 4068. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hey, Grandpa and Stella, we need to get back to work. We are working, Ava. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work. You do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Ava, we we want to raise. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV.
Jilted Lover song right there. That little Human League. Feeling uh, very human. Back in 82, there was uh, the Human League. And you will both be sorry. There you go. Just, just in time for Christmas. <laughs> wow. Just don't, don't get all worked up. Oh, that was a uh, doubt. I have them on. I have them on, on mute, just like uh, most of uh, New Mexico has. Uh, the governor on mute and uh, the news on mute. Uh, so, yeah. So, just a re, you know, I've got a lot of text here. Some angry ones, which is really nice. I love it. I don't want to really stir you up. Yeah, there's another gubernatorial candidate who's going to jump in. Who, oh, uh, who, please, I, really? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've already alluded to that. Uh, so they'll be, uh, they'll be. I think they'll be at nine then. Nine, number nine. They'll be at nine candidates. Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> there we go. And then on top of that, then, uh, then of course you've got the setup for the city council. So it's our job here in the media to keep everybody on. So, and that's exactly what we're going to do because your local media doesn't do that. It's just all softballs. I, I don't know. I don't know where I think ultimately, you know, their loyalties lie directly, if you will, down with whoever's going to pay them the most amount of money during the campaign and yep. whatever campaign consultants happen to be there. And that's fine. That's, that's totally fine. So three worlds, capitalist economy, uh, except the only time uh, New Mexico is actually capitalist, uh, by the way, uh, is during an election time, right? Suddenly it's pro-business, pro-this, pro-that. To the highest bidder. <laughs> it's a real marketplace. <laughs> Let's take a few phone calls. If you want to call in, I'll open the lines. Uh, some people want to probably snap back at me. Uh, call me on the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, Eddie. Um, I had a friend who told me I needed to call you and get the gist from you. Okay. So I found out about this, or just heard about it, this precinct strategy. Okay. Um, about precinct committeemen, and that there's oh there's two hundred thousand open spots, and so I checked it out. I went to precinctstrategy.com. and okay, it's what, what's the, the website of, again? Let me look at this. Uh, pre, pre precinctstrategy.com. Okay, let's look at this. And so it's a list of all the fifty states and how to become or get involved in the precinct okay your local precinct and there's only one state that does not have any information new mexico guess what get you, the one state the one state there it is and look at what it says for new mexico the new mexico gop does not give out information about precinct commitmen is that true yeah. All the, I mean, the rest of the 49 states, I'm, this is a brand new problem. I haven't seen this. Prestrinkstrategies.com. Uh, We've got, uh, let's see, start driving positive legislative change today. One-click politics. Schedule a demo. And uh, this is out of uh, D.C., so it's in the diamond. Uh, that's there. Uh, Dow is uh, read award winner, whatever the heck that is. Innovation advocacy, technology platforms, uh, who we are, who we serve. Okay, so we got this. And then that is on top. Let's see what else we've got in here as I'm looking. Roll this. Grassroots advocacy, campaigns and elections, bid shake. How did you get turned on to this? Uh, but where did you hear it from? I heard about it through the war room. Oh, yeah. He's Steve good. Bannon. Uh, Steve Bannon is the best. There's no, yep. no doubt about it. And, and Kazan and, and the rest of the, the crew that's there. 
um, which is uh, terrific. Okay, party membership management software. You know, we'll look into this. Uh, I'm not doing the uh, sort of uh, party promo thing right now, but uh, there are people I can pass this on to and ask them, you know, WTF, what, what's going on? How come yeah. we're not on here? I mean, I mean, do you have to be an elite? No, no ordinary citizen. Because an ordinary citizen should just be able to uh, become a part of this. And sure. not for New Mexico. Well, there, I, I guess I could say I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, we can always uh, see where New Mexico is is ranked in that stuff, but maybe it's because they don't know about it. I I doubt it, to be quite honest. But we're we're going to give right. them the benefit of the doubt. Let me see if I can find out some uh, some thoughts but on hey, that. Sure. If I lived within Albuquerque city limits, I would have voted for you. Oh, so. that's nice. I I got a lot of those, <laughs> by the way. But I'm I'm uh, Valencia's County's uh, favorite son over there. I mean, if I wanted to uh, vote against. Uh, Alonzo or what was it? Uh, Kelly Fajardo, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd slap them with their own ballots. It would, it would be insane. So anyway. All right. Well, don't give up. Keep trying. Oh, I never will. Yeah. I bet I'm, I'm here today. Right. Right on the, on right? the air. Do you know any other politicos that are on the air right now? So they're, they're just, <laughs> all right. Good stuff. All right. Thank you. All right. There we go. A little uh, interesting uh, tidbits. The other call dropped right away. As soon as we started talking about voting, somebody wanted to, you know, beat the, you know, what out of me and uh, probably, you know, Hey, Look at your insight. You don't know what you're talking about. Trust me. I know exactly what I'm talking about. And what Republicans and conservatives, I guess we're using this word conservative. Uh, you know, I, for, I forgot to say, well, everybody wants to be inspired. That's the most important thing. Uh, can Mark Ronchetti, the weatherman, the radio boy, Eddie Aragon, or the weatherman, Mark Ronchetti, can they inspire people to get out? Uh, I don't know. This, uh, this, this was interesting. RPM thanks Republican National Hispanic Assembly for election work. That's great. That, that's that's nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. New Mexico Democratic lawmakers break state state campaign finance law. That's what. When aren't they? Honestly, uh, someone needs to be looking into that all the time. And then here it is: Renee Grout elected Albuquerque City Councilor in District Nine runoff. Uh, congratulations from RPM. Uh, I'm going to read through the whole thing from top to bottom. Okay. And it's kind of amazing because they're touting. I should, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to 40 shares doubt and uh, find that piece because I thought it was really interesting. Always good uh, if you're looking for what the official line of the party hacks is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right Original there. research and analysis. That's probably not the website to go to. <laughs> uh, man, the ads on this thing is absolutely uh, crazy. It says conservatives take over Albuquerque City Council with District 9 win for Renee Grout. Okay. And uh, this is kind of interesting because it's quoting all these very, and they're really trying to solidify as like these are the people who are advancing the party. Okay. On Tuesday, Albuquerque held runoff elections and 7 9 conservative candidate Renee Grout officially won District 9, beating leftist Robert Grilly, terrible candidate, while far left Democrat uh, Ta- Tammy Feeblecourt. One District 7 defeating conservative Lori Robertson with all precincts reporting. Feeblecorn garnered 62% of the vote over Robertson's 38, while Grout came out with 52 over Grilly's 48. The flipping of District 9 makes it official that conservatives have flipped Albuquerque City Council. Referendum Socialist Democrat Mayor <laughs> wow. uh, Tim Keller, who recently run, uh, won re-election due to two candidates, splitting the moderate and right-leaning votes. What, what, is it, like, what is this guy's obsession with me? I don't swing that way for one there, buddy. How about that? 
Like, you, you just can't say it. You couldn't write my name the entire time. I gave them ample access to my airwaves. And this 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 kid is consistently, like, on me 24-7. Due to, to like, what is the obsession? I feel like we got a new uh, uh, Raj Rael and a new uh, Esther Rivera. I, mean, it's, I, it's, I know young people can't do math, Eddie, but uh, you don't split the vote when the guy who won got more than 50%. It's It's pretty simple math. Like literally, despite the fact that I worked out of the RPNM office, blaming me. This is as stupid as that that guy uh, that owns uh, uh, Minuteman. I forget what was the guy's name. I forget. I was telling. I ran to him on the the plane as I was headed to Vegas. Like, hey Eddie, you, we could have won it. We could have beat. We could have beat Tim Keller, but you split the vote, bro. Like, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? you <laughs> Well, then tell your guy to get out because he was a Democrat and he's an idiot. Oh, we go way back. We're buddies. We're way back. Yeah, known him for a long time. No, no, no. I don't really care how long you've known him or anything like that. That doesn't make a difference. I don't, what, what does that have to do? You're just going to be loyal to the stupid people. And then here you got John Block literally writing due to two candidates splitting the moderate and the right leaning votes among them on November 2nd. Do you realize like what actually helped all of this? I mean, I, w- I would be foolish if I didn't come out and actually talk about this today. I really would, just to take this time to say how completely and totally ungrateful you are. And, and that's fine. I don't, I don't really care. If you want to jump on board with McCleskey, I'm fine. I'm, I'm going to be on board with whatever Republican comes through, but McCleskey's got to get through his candidate. Simple as that. Be fair. Be a man. Not due to two candidates. You couldn't say Manny Gonzalez because he's a Democrat. So here it is with the electoral win of conservatives, Tim Lewis over leftist Cynthia Borrego in District 5. That's where I got 24% of the vote. And Luis Sanchez win over leftist Lansana. Council will now be a 5-4 conservative majority. Dowd, you don't even care about party affiliation. Just listen to that rubbish coming right there through it. Conservative majority. And here's what's funny is RPNM actually literally picked up and Curtis ran with this same type of thing. He ran with the same crap. You want to tell you what doesn't turn Republicans out? This type of crap. I told you it's 4-4, and we've got a questionable in Brooke Bazan now. We've got a very questionable in Trudy Jones, and we've got a questionable in Renee Grout. Right now, we've only got one strong conservative, <clears throat> strong, quote-unquote strong, in Dan Lewis. So think uh, about no, Eddie, that Eddie, I'm sorry. I, I just read here on the website. Yes, sir. Uh, it's official that conservatives mm. have flipped the city council. Oh, so I don't official, know what you're talking literally. about. It's official. Uh, I see it on I my screen. Sign up for the conservative party. What are, what are we? Is this is this are we, are we British now? You know, is that where we're going with this? Kind of crazy. Follow you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie, this is uh, Kevin here. Hey, Kevin. Hey, I, uh, I had an opportunity to vote last night. I went in to go vote, and it turns out that I am out of district for the district seven or district five now in the regular election, I remember voting for Lori Robertson, but I wasn't able to vote for her in last night. They told me I couldn't vote because I was just outside of her district. Did you go and verify did you go and verify that? Where was that at? I went, that we went we went, that was up at the Caracol Plaza up on Montgomery and uh tramway. Can you verify, did you take a picture of yourself there, or did you take a picture of the lady who was uh, processing you and said you could not vote? 
They it have, was a gentleman, an okay. older man. And did you know that they have their party affiliations on their tags? You know that, right? Did you see that? I, I was looking, but I couldn't. Uh, it it was looked like it was hidden or covered. He pulled me aside and he says, come over here and show me where you live. And oh, according BS. to the map. Oh, BS. BS all day long. You don't have to show yeah. them where you live. You give them an address. You tell them your name. And he asked you for your ID. I said, that's not law. I gave him my I gave him my driver's license and he punched in. He says, "Yeah, uh, that, that, tell old, me where you live." That old man let, uh, prevented you from voting an election that you previously voted in a month ago. Right, that's correct. I, I don't even know what to, I'm speechless, but I, I part, when you were talking about it today, I'm like court. something was weird about that. Yeah, something was really weird. <laughs> That nobody was voting for her because there were a lot of people at that voting center, and I wonder how many of them, just like me, got oh, told that they're in the wrong district. I know you. I know you're not the only one. I know you're not the only one. Guaranteed. The yeah, guy you didn't see his. I, I know I voted for her. I I know that because she looks very familiar. I think I know her from somewhere through business or something. But I did vote for her in the original election, in the first regular election. I, would, I wouldn't have even left this. That's, uh, again, more more shenanigans uh, from the Democrats. There you go. Wow. Yeah, and I couldn't see anything on his tag. He didn't – his party affiliation was hidden on his tag. I couldn't see it. Hmm. I looked at it, too. I did look at it. Wow. Okay, well, there you go. That's uh, more – you know, this is why we got to get more involved in these uh, these elections. I appreciate you uh, calling in. 550-5500. Wow. That story, just uh, par for the course, though. Let's check on weather and traffic, Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, we start with the weather, and we're going to find well, it is cloudy, but no chance of rain. At least that's what they tell us. Right now, 51 degrees in Albuquerque, 48 in Rio Rancho, and, and on the freeways, it's under 38 on I-25 southbound from Osuna all the way to Montgomery. Not sure why. No sunset to be in our eyes. No accidents. Well, just a lot of people heading in the same direction. If you drive to North on 25, that's been spoiled all afternoon from the Sunport all the way up to Central. And Rio Bravo's up to its typical slow drive. If you're westbound coming off I-25, you see the crowd gathering. It's worse, though. Westbound on Rio Bravo from about 2nd Street right there at the railroad tracks on over to Isleta through the construction zone. Hey, listen, this traffic report is brought to you by Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. They've got the family five meal deal that you can enjoy for takeout or right there at the restaurant tonight. Top sirloin chicken, grilled chicken, pork adobada, bistec, balabacoa, whichever you'd like. You get the 12 handmade tortillas, flour or corn, and you choose your sides. Don't forget the salsa. Taco Tote on Central across from the Highland Theater. All right, we're up to date now. We dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva. As always, we appreciate you tuning in on the Rock of Talk. AM 1600 Kiva, ABQ.FM, com. I'll read the last of your text. We'll continue into hour two right after the top of the hour news uh, as well. Shallow, you can even take 
Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcasts, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what, and what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild, tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com ABQ Guns Defenders of your freedom 
All right, let's put things together, starting with the weather. 51 degrees in Albuquerque, 48 and cloudy in Rio Rancho. That's the story through tomorrow. As far as the traffic getting away on the west side, it's going to be slow. On Coors Boulevard southbound, La Ria on over to Montano, under uh, 10 miles an hour there. If you're uh, trying to get your way into the west side on Alameda, that's cranky on Alameda. The westbound trip spoils right there at Rio Grande Boulevard into Corrales. On Paseo, it's going to already start crowding up westbound on Paseo del Norte, right from I-25 heading out to second before you see any relief at all. And still working a real tough drive. I-25 southbound from Osuna on over to Montano. All right, we want to go to Salon Deluxe. This year they've got these great... Uh, specials on all their Monet products, but they also have the Gift of Beauty. Buy a gift certificate for hair, nails, and skin care. Makes a great gift. Salondeluxe.com. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, don't don't take any last trains anywhere at this point. We've, we've got to try and keep you here as best we can and keep you interested in uh, what's going on in Albuquerque. But uh, we're going to tell you why that may not be the case to kick off uh, hour number two. We'll talk about homicide rates and uh, most or more pointedly uh, what's happening and how we're getting recognized again across the country. Albuquerque putting New Mexico First again, first to break their homicide record. We did it earlier than any other city. We'll let you know what other ones are involved there. Here's what's happening over at uh, Sandia National Labs. And in my opinion, this is going to be a big part of the play in uh, 2022, uh, which is interesting. I'm surprised Michelle Hunt Grisham hasn't jumped in to say, oh, we don't want these people voting Republican. Despite the court order from yesterday that I talked about, Sandia Labs is pressing on with the mandate they've decided today. They're demanding photographic proof of vaccines and pushing boosters now. Way to go there, uh, guys. Real real smart of you there, Dad. What, what do you think? Not surprised, I know. No, it's just science, following science. Management is being arrogant with this since the court order, as they stated, was so early. Uh, Four Hills, I bet it's the same guy who told me I need a mask. You have the mask. And he reported any voter suppression, discrimination, or harassment, or both, to the Bureau of Elections manager, Nathan Jaramillo, uh, at 505-468-1265. That's 505-468-1265. Uh, wow, this is long. This is it. thought I would share my position statement regarding the vaccine mandate that is submitted to my employer last week before Missouri and Louisiana courts forced CMS to put the healthcare worker policy on hold. Central to my practice as a physical therapist for over 30 years has been the belief that informed consent is required to perform appropriate care for all patients. This is both a moral and ethical imperative. And its importance has been affirmed internationally since the middle of the 20th century. With regard to the current situation with the virus referred as COVID-19, based upon my professional judgment, there is at present insufficient evidence being as presented to allow me to make an informed personal decision regarding receiving the so-called vaccinations. Vaccinations. At this time, they remain experimental treatments. The policy decisions at the inconsistent recommendations of the CDC, notwithstanding and increasingly appear to be of dubious long-term benefit, it's also not obvious that the COVID-19 presents such an extraordinary health risk and compared to the other common infective agents as mandating vaccinations is justifiable. Finally, it is clear that there are alternative treatments to vaccinations, which would make the decision to mandate experimental treatments unethical. Judging that there is presently insufficient evidence to make an informed decision for myself, I also must conclude that current 
attempts to influence the decisions of the general population are falling short of acceptable standards for gaining informed consent. I therefore cannot in good conscience submit to receiving a mandated vaccination and by complying give tacit approval to a mandate which I believe is morally and ethically contrary to well-established medical and human rights principles. Mic drop, please. It's at the top of the hour. I don't know that anybody does it better than... How about that, Dow? Was that something? Literally couldn't say I'm going to be quiet. Can't say it better than that. I've got to get some glasses. What do you think? (laughs) This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards. Representative Matt Gaetz, Republican of Florida, on Tuesday, vowed after the Republican takeover in the next election, there will be real oversight and real subpoenas in the House. It has been 174 days since my colleagues and I sent a letter to FBI Director Ray asking basic questions about the FBI's involvement in January 6th. But Gates suggested House oversight would fall under their control was cause for much concern on social media. The Biden administration this week signaled it would veto a Senate-led effort to nullify a vaccine mandate for private businesses, even as several Democratic lawmakers suggested they would support the effort. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters on Tuesday that if the bill comes to the president's desk, he will veto it. This is USA Radio News. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Just in time for Christmas, Michael and Dell has dropped the price of the standard classic MyPillow regularly $69.98 to $19.98. Now, queen and king size slightly higher, but that price includes a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow with you anywhere. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs and give MyPillow for Christmas. Former Trump administration advisor Steve Bannon will stand trial for a contempt of Congress charge. The former Trump advisor will stand trial starting July 18th. This comes after U.S. District Court Judge Carl Nichols set a date for jury selection to begin. Bannon was indicted after he refused to comply with a White House subpoena as part of a committee investigation into the events of January 6th. In the USA Radio Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. Airline workers and patriots organized near Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport on Friday morning to protest the unconstitutional jab mandate. Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake. Don't want their bosses telling them what they need to do medically, whether it be anything medical. You know, they don't want to get a vaccine. They should have the option. Last I heard, we're still a free country. The city of Phoenix subsequently announced it is putting a pause on its vaccine mandate for all federal contract workers that was set to go into effect January 18th. This is USA Radio News. 
Hi, I'm Wayne Alarouche. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best, raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The Omicron variant is less transmissible and not as potent as other COVID-19 variants. As mainstream media first reported the Omicron variant of COVID-19 could be more dangerous and contagious, that seems not to be the case. Now that scientists abroad have had a chance to study the variant, reports are it's not as contagious and not as dangerous. Yale University epidemiologist Dr. Harvey Reich on Fox News says a respected French scientist has revealed his findings. Well, it's a weak variant and uh, Borla is wrong about it being more transmissible. It's less transmissible. The fact is that the transmissibility index has been studied by a, a very smart professor in France, Jacques Fantini, who calculated that its its transmissibility is comparable to the alpha and beta variants, and it's about a third of what delta is. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Prior to the jury being seated Tuesday morning, defense attorney Laura Menninger explained to Judge Allison Nathan that overnight at 3.30 a.m., the prosecution disclosed to the defense that Jane, an alleged victim of Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, who testified last week, had called her brother, Brian, who was scheduled to testify, and gave him a heads up on what to expect. Manager requested that Brian not testify until they find out exactly what was communicated to him by Jane before he gets on the stand. For USA Radio News, I'm Brad. <laughs> All right, time to put things together, and we're going to start with the weather. That's my beagle in the background. Sorry about that. She'll be out in a second. Wow. All right, what do we have weather-wise? We have 49 degrees in Rio Rancho and 48 in Albuquerque. As the sun goes down, the Christmas lights start to bloom, and looks like we have a lot of red lights blooming as well on the freeways. I know on Pasad del Norte, the westbound trip, really tough coming off I-25. Will not improve till you get beyond 2nd Street. Actually, on Rio Bravo, that's where things kind of turn sour. Westbound Rio Bravo from the railroad tracks at 2nd Street out to Isleta, that's going to be a bit slow for you. And still running kind of slow, under 35 miles an hour, I-25 southbound as you wind your way, well, basically Osuna on over to Montano. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Listen, this is the perfect time of year to really start putting things together. We're coming to the end of the year, and all the siblings are getting together. You need to talk to them how they're going to – you're going to handle mom and dad. You know, they're getting older, and they need that help, that in-home care. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is the place to go. If you'd like to get in contact with them, go to homecare.theplaceilike.com. Okay, we're up to date. Let's get started with the Rock and Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Don't forget Roku TV, Amazon TV, Apple TV podcasting, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. And uh, we've got to get to these uh, numbers, but before we do, I know, Dowd, you have some uh, interesting stats uh, on terms of the bailout money. Uh, that that has come in, and a lot of a lot of people have questioned all of that. I remember we received this huge federal largesse 
I'd love for you to just drill down very quickly to kick things off in terms of the amount of money that has come into the state of New Mexico, which is absolutely incredible. As a proportion, I doubt any state has received more as a proportion of their total take uh, of what they would have taken from the federal government than New Mexico does. Yeah, that's a very interesting question. I'd, I'd have to find um, if there has been any compilation of a state-by-state state breakdown. I've been relying on the uh, Legislative Finance Committee, which <clears throat> um, I, I trust them when it comes to all the money that's coming out of the federal government from, from New Mexico, because that's most of what they do. Um, I'd have to find some comparable data for, for other states. But just just a, a, an initial data point, Eddie, I mean, we have gotten more money than our annual budget, our all-in budget, not the phony baloney budget that we talk about here in New Mexico, the real budget with people like me or professionals talk about, which is all the spending we do every year, not all the taxes that come in from the personal income tax and the gross receipts tax. Somehow in Santa Fe, they don't call it, they call that the budget. They don't call all the money that's actually spent, which is well over, you know, far and away, maybe three times the rate of what the number we're actually, uh, we're usually given because so much of that money is federal money. And of course in New Mexico, we don't count federal money as real money. That's, that's free money. Uh, this is an analysis done by the Legislative Finance Committee. Uh, came out a few weeks ago. The, we'll start with the grand total: twenty-two point three five three billion with a B dollars uh, have come into the state of New Mexico from the four major or the three major bailouts that we've gotten from coronavirus that began under Donald Trump and continued under uh, Joe Biden, and then a bunch of the smaller bailouts that came through. So again, that's twenty-two point three five three. A billion. Uh, I'm going to give you a category breakdown of where the, the bulk of that money is, but I'm also going to let you folks know that in, in addition to that 22 billion, it's looking like we're going to get somewhere in the neighborhood of another 3.7 billion dollars from the federal government via the Build Back Better or whatever. They seem to change its name all the time. This is the big infrastructure package that's making its way through. I think right now it's called. Uh, Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. So uh, we got the 22.4, and we're about to get another 3.7. So the big bailout money, uh, top category more than any other category, was direct payment to in, direct payments to individuals. This is more uh, unemployment really than than anything else. Uh, 5.589 billion dollars wow. in direct payments to individuals. Well, that never hits the state; it just comes into the state. It hits state. Uh, uh, workers uh, who are here, uh, by the way, as a, uh, a per capita basis, meaning every single person in the 2.1 million uh, people, that is uh, over $11,700 yeah, per person we got. Did you, I don't know if you saw any of that money down, but uh, no, I don't remember 11, 11 grand on that. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Number two was business support. You know, mm. well, in addition to getting individuals on welfare uh, in Washington, our, our masters want uh, uh, corporations, large and small, to get on welfare. That was another $3.7 billion mm. uh, was called business support That's in New Mexico. Some. So uh, uh, yeah, we're approaching $9 billion. Yeah. Uh, remember when we had the additional unemployment that was the extra unemployment that actually made it more profitable, for lack of a better term, for some people at the lower end of the wage spectrum to stay home than to go out and work, those little extra payments we got every week? Mm -hmm. uh, not all of us, some of us. Uh, that accounted for another 3.5 billion, B with a billion, okay. uh, additional unemployment uh, benefits. 
Uh, three billion, about three billion, even in just straight grants to the state. Uh, probably there's nothing specified here, so they could just use 15. it for whatever they want. Uh, that's probably where some of those, uh, what the vaccine. Remember, we yeah. used to get a hundred bucks to get vaxxed, and then there was a thousand dollars to go back to work for a while. I don't, I don't know if that program is still uh, underway. One point six billion dollars for. You guessed it, K through 12 education, which of course was shut down most of the time. The, yeah, the Seventeen themselves. billion, folks. Seventeen yeah. billion. Oh, by the way, the budget last year seven point seven billion. We've more than doubled it thus far within a year. Uh, nice, nice if you can get it. Uh, state GDP is about eighty-eight billion dollars, uh, but declining last year despite the uh, increase in the amount of money. Uh, we've got about another nine billion dollars to make up here. Yeah, uh, and, and I'll give you six, and I'll give you number six, number seven for our top seven uh, types of payments that were paid out with all the, the bailouts. Local government, uh, right. which, of course, a lot of those people were working from home, uh, so they weren't, you know, incurring a lot of expenses. They could shut down the buildings. Uh, that got $704 million in New Mexico. And then finally, number seven, healthcare providers, direct payments, $609 million to healthcare providers. And what were the healthcare providers uh, getting paid for uh, any of the testing, any, any of the additional? Because uh, we're, we're at a remember we're at a loss for nurses and doctors and various other things. I just love to know what the six hundred nine million dollars would go for it. And it's hard to believe that healthcare is so far down when it comes to that. So the the top of it was, hey, you got paid to stay home to the tune of five point four billion. The businesses uh, got paid to shut down to the tune of about 3.4 billion and then there's a, a bunch of things on the periphery uh, all incentivizing uh, government and then oversight grants uh, which would help in uh, help an ailing economy so you would think since we were all we were all staying inside you know we were at home you know cozy making sure we're not out and about not working no worky no coffee no worky <laughs> you know we're doing all these things you would think that i mean homicides probably be like i don't know Maybe maybe fifteen people are happy. They got lots of money. Yeah. Feeling feeling good. No no no. Albuquerque, despite all the money that has come in and the increased dependency, government dependency, ladies and gentlemen, I almost want a drum roll, please, on this because it is as bad as that. Yes, it is. It is awful. Here is the twelve U.S. cities that have broken annual homicide. Records. This was featured. Clay and Buck were talking about this earlier today. Not sure if you guys caught that between uh, the best show on on the air uh, during that time. Ten and one, Clay and Buck show. The official replacements of Rush Limbaugh. No, not Dan Bongino or some guy you've never heard of. You know, some another <clears throat> another angry guy out there. Twelve U.S. cities that have broken records. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We broke our record in August of 2021. August of 2021, eight months in. When you compare that to place like St. Paul, Minnesota. Does St. Paul, Minnesota have more or less homicides than Albuquerque, New Mexico? <laughs> it Big took city. them until December 2nd to break the record. Yeah, yeah. Big city. They broke theirs December 2nd with 35 homicides. Folks, we're at 121 here. 121, Portland, Oregon. Remember when that record homicide rate that I was talking about, I thought they were like astronomical because it was like 300%. They broke theirs on October 24th, 2021 with their 72nd homicide. Albuquerque more dangerous than Portland. 
Tucson, as George Murison said. Tucson, Arizona, 80th homicide on October 26, 2020. These people are freaking out that they broke the homicide record in October. Like, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. Here it is, 80 homicides. We're at 121. All right, Austin, Texas. By the way, uh, I think every single one of these cities, Dowd, has a Democrat mayor. Double check. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I went through all of them that I could, and I'm almost drop-dead positive that every single one of these has a Democrat mayor. We've covered St. Paul. We went to Portland. Then we visited Tucson. See where we're at on, on those. So St. Paul, Portland, Tucson. Austin, Texas. Oh, they're stammering. Fast-growing city. They must have, what, 160 homicides, probably? I'm a dangerous city. They broke their second earliest on September the 12th. The highest since 1984, by the way, in Austin, Texas. All those Californites, uh, everybody else uh, going there, only 60 homicides. 60 homicides in Austin, Texas. I mean, Albuquerque is really bad. This gives us a lot of perspective. Well, we'll move on to some other cities. We went to Austin. I'm almost positive Austin is, is Democrat run. Rochester, New York. We knew that Rochester was growing by leaps and bounds. We saw the stuff that was happening in the streets there. You saw the protest things. 71 homicides. They broke it on November the 11th, 2021. That's their highest since 1991. By the way, as far as years go, in terms of breaking, uh, New Mexico or Albuquerque uh, literally is leading the charge there. <laughs> Last year in 2019, we're just, we're really up in the ante. Rochester, New York. And we have, a, we found a Republican mayor on any of these uh, cities. Uh, still looking, haven't found one yeah, yet. Haven't found one yet. Uh, let's go, let's, let, maybe Toledo, Ohio. Maybe they, they flipped around over there. The additional uh, mistake by the lake on the other side of the lake. November 18th, 2021, they got their 62nd homicide, breaking a record. They're, they're really upset. Toledo. I think what Toledo is probably comparable in size to uh, Albuquerque, I would imagine. Maybe a couple hundred thousand more on a per capita basis. We got to be just hitting it. No, it's half ball. our size, half our size. Oh, Toledo's half our yeah, size? 270, oh. Yeah, 270. Wow. Been tough in the Rust Belt over there, huh? All the manufacturing and all the stuff that's been going on over those years. And found a, found a Republican governor, uh, a mayor yet? No, I'm still looking. Baton Rouge? Mm -hmm. No. Baton Rouge, 137 homicides. They broke that in October of 2021, uh, beating last year's record. So Baton Rouge, uh, worse than Albuquerque, but, you know, we're not far behind. Uh, one of the most violent, uh, poor big cities uh, that's around. How about Columbus, Ohio? We've got 179 homicides, folks. What the hell's happening over there? Columbus, Ohio, November 26, 2021, they broke their record. 179, definitely run. If it's in Cleveland or Columbus or Toledo, they love their Democrats there. They have a Republican governor, DeWine. He's even a Democrat. He just he just checks the box for Republican. He's trying to trick you. Big lockdown guy, big lockdown guy. Uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. They broke theirs on November 27, 2021. 246 homicides, folks. 246. And finally, the last two, the worst two, Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville, November 24th, 2021, 175 homicides. And Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a city that's what, five times our size at least, I think they're about 3 million, 501 homicides. They broke their record on November 26, 
2021. Read them and weep, folks. Albuquerque, on a per capita basis, almost the worst year over year. And you have yet to find a single Republican mayor in any of these cities. You want to increase crime in your city? Elect a Democrat. Re-elect a Democrat. Have a Democrat sheriff. Have a Democrat mayor. Have a Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Okay? Not going to work. By the way, the uh, just got some news from the PRC. They just turned down Avangrid P&M. I thought it was going in that direction. It yeah. looked like it was. Boy, the honeymoon is over. All the uh, Spanish company corruption, those nice trips. The, uh, right. the, the jaunts uh, by Michelle Lujan Grisham and all the hard work that she's put the in. The junkets are over. <laughs> I mean, hey, the parties, the, the, the trips to Glasgow, you know, where she was going to Scotland, and uh, everything that she was putting together for the uh, big new green energy push. Boy, this is a uh, complete total. Is she, how bad is she freaking out right now? On that deal alone, this was part of what ushered her into yeah. uh, the governorship, by the way. She literally placed people directly in Avangrid. I remember, uh, where's I don't know, what, what's Larry doing these days? Is he still with uh, that group? I know he moved moved out of the state. Mm. Uh, Larry, I'm losing his last name for a second. Uh, Barons. Larry, Larry, the Larry Barons. The Larry Barons was, uh, I think he moved out of here, but uh, he was one of the people who exposed a lot of the Information that was going back and forth um, that uh, transitioned some of those people directly into Michelle. Well, Eddie, you're, you're so right. I mean, this is a huge defeat for the governor. I mean, she's been she's kind of the reverse Midas. Everything she's touched lately has been a disaster. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, we'll, we'll leave it right there. Uh, it has been a bad streak, and this is why there's going to be another gubernatorial candidate jumping in on the Republican side. I mean, that's what you're going to get. That's that, that. Those are the things that are end up coming. I mean, everybody is feeling, you know, amplified, like they have a shot. You know, these are the things that are suddenly start to uh, circulate. Uh, you have the uh, city council, even though it's not a strong. We'll just call them a lot of a, a few rhinos and a conservative uh, really get in there. And that's that's what's happening right now with the people that we have uh, in the city council. But at least it's a start. It's a push in the right direction. Uh, certainly, I think. The left is probably looking at this and, and saying, well, you know, this is kind of uh, put a little damper in our sales because of the green new energy deal that they had hoped to sort of usher in. It's going to be a tough time. My my rates, they have not been uh, very helpful, I should say, this megalopoly uh, P&M that's here in the state of New Mexico. I mean, they are right on me all the time. Uh, it, it's really funny how they are with you know, over juices and no, you're using too much power and uh, like I'm getting this kind of stuff that's happening all the time. Yeah. You get penalties. The more you use, the higher the rates. Did you know that? <sighs> yeah. So I should read you my power bill at some point. Oh, I, I just got my, my email bill where they were saying, Oh, you, you're such a good little boy. You use less energy last month than the month before. I'll use as much as I damn want. Aren't you supposed to be selling this to me? Stop lecturing me about how much I'm using or how little I'm using. Yeah, well, they do. They do it right on the bill. But uh, there you go. Homicides. We covered the amount of uh, money that came in, and then we uh, had a little update there on the Avangrid. And we'll get some more about that uh, right after the break right here in the Kiva. AM 1600 dot com. 5.22, back and forth. Sweet singers in the front, 
cruising down the freeway in my hot, hot sun. Suddenly red blue lights flash us from behind. Loud voice call me, please step out onto the line. Well, if it was a comfort, seen it just hide behind. Policeman taps the shades and sat a Chevy 69. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Destination unknown as we're pulling for some gas. Officially placed a poster reveals a smile from the past. Elephants and acrobats, lions, snakes, monkeys. Bella speaks righteous, Sister Cena says funky. How bizarre. How bizarre. Unplanned expenses, inconvenience, stress, insurance hikes, and the list goes on, not to mention the lingering sense of being violated. Why risk it? You have an option in securing your vehicle with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. It's the answer. 505-550-4994. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solatone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Did someone say waffles? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for the Patriot Waffle, strawberry banana and plain Belgian waffles. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pablos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. 
Pet Food Gone Wild and Rio Ranchos, Pampers Pets, all-natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats, and supplements, too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. All right, as we put things together, we notice it is cooling off quite a bit as the sun went down. We're down to 43 degrees across Albuquerque. But i got to tell you, the speeds are way down on I-40. If you're making your way uh, westbound, about Carlisle's where you start tapping the brake, and it's just going to be a solid drive all the way over to Coors Boulevard. Again, the only good news here, no accidents or stalls. If you're getting across the River Bridge on Montaña, that's not looking too bad. But on Paseo del Norte, that's looking tough. On Paseo westbound from I-25 all the way out to Coors Boulevard. And looks like Alameda not much better. As you make your way from Guadalupe Trail westbound on uh, Alameda, you're going to be pretty slow all the way into Corrales. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Taco Tote, home of the Family of Five meal deal. Any meat that you like, a pound and a half of that, then you get the 12 tortillas, corner flour. You choose that. The sides, which ones do you want? And listen, you can bring the family in and enjoy it at Taco Tote on Central, across from the Historic Island Theater, or you can take it home. Taco Tote. To find out more, go to hugetacos.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's step back into the Rock of Talk. It's been one week since you looked at me. Here it is, special announcement, 
service in the national interest. I love this. Yeah, this is uh, really good. Service in the national interest, the, the official uh, write-up here, December the 8th. Proof of COVID-19 vaccination required. Because Sandia remains committed to providing a safe and secure workplace, members of the workforce should be prepared to comply with the January 18th, 2022 vaccine deadline. Management is aware of yesterday's temporary court order pause on the vaccine mandate related to federal contractors, but because of the litigation is in its early stages, early stages, doubt, Sandia will plan to comply with all the guidance and the requirements published by the Safer Federal Workforce Task Force. To comply with the task force requirements, all employees who were not fully vaccinated by Sandia Medical uh, Labs must submit proof of COVID-19 vaccinations. Uh, uh, uh. This requirement applies to regular and limited-term employees, interns, and postdocs who received one or both of their original vaccines from an off-site provider. It does not apply to staff augmentation, PO contractors, and visitors. To be the requirement, visit vaccineproof.sandia. .gov. There it is. So that's one of the options. And then follow the instructions. Proof of vaccination must be submitted no later than January 4th. But employees are strongly encouraged to submit their documentation before the winter shutdown period on December the 27th. Please go jab yourself for Christmas. Non-exempt employees should not submit their proof of vaccination. Non-exempt employees should not submit their proof of vaccination during winter shutdown as charging overtime or flex time for providing proof is not approved during winter shutdown. Oh my gosh. What a, what a bunch of hosers. This is bad. They're like giving them instructions on when they can and can't do it, but making them required to do it. Well, what if it's an inconvenience? Boys who received both doses of the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine from Sandia Medical received a confirmation email from Sandia Commission Communications today, December 8th, indicating that their proof of vaccination has been verified. These employees do not need to submit proof of vaccination. Those who do not receive a confirmation email were fully vaccinated by Sandia Medical should upload their documentation using vaccineproof.sandia.gov site. Failure to submit your proof of vaccination by January 4th deadline will lead to discipline up to and including termination. Termination. There is your Christmas present. Uh, uh, uh. How about that? How's service that, in the, how's, service how's in the that, national interest. How's that uh, to kick off uh, uh, 22? The double deuce. We're, we're going to drop a double deuce there on you in 22. Uh, yeah, and then I'm getting it from all sorts of people. I mean, I've, I've got, uh, please, uh, this is the fourth email I've received. Fourth email I've received. There, it's people the are mad. most wonderful time uh, of really the is. year. Yeah, it really is. All right, uh, Murder Mike, come, call back in. Uh, I'm sorry, I think I dropped you. Let's let's say call, call baby, call baby. There we go. Uh, so there you go. There, there, there it is. I did tell you that I was going to read my. Uh, do you want to read my my P and M bill? It's it's hilarious. Well, very. You got to see this thing. It's it's all sorts of it's all sorts of uh, uh, renewable energy. Stupid. So um, and I use uh, I'm a high energy user at ten thousand watts. It's the Randy Watson. <laughs> okay, so let's let's log into the PNM portal, pnm.com login, and we uh, jump right on. This uh, easy to use, very user friendly, uh, very green. You know, it's uh, green and orange. Uh, what is this? Okay, good. All right, I'm just like, what are you guys doing? Okay, 
<clears throat> here we are in the community, our environment, our business. View my energy usage. There it is. Okay. Uh, by the way, you, you can't submit anything to the Good Neighbor Fund uh, with me. Yeah, the, we've we've got to pay it all. So here it is. Here here's the here's the numbers I run. My kilowatt hour jumped like insanely in June. They charged me thirty one cents a kilowatt hour. What? My my bill in June Dowd was two thousand five hundred and fifty three dollars and seventy two cents. And I went to I went to P and M. I'm like, what the hell, dude? What in the hell? What what is going on? I said, can you send a meter reader out there so I can go ahead and see what's going on? So they sent a meter reader. I, I filed a report. Now, by the way, the previous year, if you go all the way back and you look at my my previous June, okay, my previous June, let me tell you, it was seven hundred and forty six dollars and eighty cents. This June, where I didn't get reprieve relief or anything, was two thousand five hundred fifty three dollars and seventy two cents. How's that? How's that for a how do you do? Huh? 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 Eddie, Eddie, in Hawaii, yeah, in this this month in Hawaii, they're paying thirty two point seven cents a kilowatt hour. You're, you're paying almost as much as Hawaii, Hawaii. which there is always is. the highest in the country. There it is, Hawaii. There we are. There it is. Hey, we're going to stick that Kiva guy. We don't like that Kiva guy. The, that radio guy, the guy out there is, thinks he can run for mayor. Right. He doesn't play ball. Right, yeah, we got to shut him down. So then it has my total kilowatt usage, okay, was 8,200 kilowatts at 31.1 cents down, okay? Then I go to 2020, and I'm looking, okay, let's just compare. Last June, somehow... I only use 5,216 kilowatts. I'm like, can you show me my charges? And I was getting uh, charged that month at less than half of what I got charged for June of this year. P&M, Avangrid, all you're gearing up. So I, I don't know how many people's power bills I paid that month. Probably a good 20 people. 14.3 cents. And I don't got the time to sit there and fight and stay on the phone and you know, work with uh, when they're going to send somebody in. But that's, that, that's what I was dealing with come June, July. 1,197. I went, I dropped from 31 cents to 17 cents. <laughs> then some weird thing happened out of nowhere. I went down from 17 cents to 15 cents, 15.9 cents. And then it was $982 at 6,200 kilowatts, total kilowatts. Then in October, I went down to $950 at 14.7 cents with 6.4. And then this month, or last month, last month, this month, $855 at 5,793 total kilowatts. So there it is. There's my, and what, what actually happened was really interesting is the fluctuating days of grading. They, days, they build me twice, two times in a row. At 63 days and 63 days for the same period, I got double charged, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. There's PNM. That's their very best. So there, I just thought I just didn't think, I just, just don't want you to make you feel left out for your $200, $300 winter, you know, gas bill, air bill, electric bill. That's uh, what you get. So, well, it's good to know that a regulated monopoly that is closely 
uh, overseen by the legislature and the Public Regulation Commission uh, is doing such a good job for small businessmen in Albuquerque. Hmm, there it is. My average use per day is 200 kilowatts. I don't know what I don't know what my carbon footprint is with that to get out this uh, nasty, nasty talk radio every single day. And my average cost per day, according to this for the entire year, was 30 bucks a day. There it is. We just need an advertiser at 30 bucks a day. There it is. All right, check in with Murder Mike. Uh, Murder Mike, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Boy, it sounds like already Kilowatt's been drinking the Kool-Aid. I mean, you know, I guess P&M is supposed to shoot stand for poor New Mexico. Ah, look at you there. Wow, what a smart guy. Boy, Mike, oh, boy, boy. I've been up all amazing. day and all night, so I'm surprised I can even come out come out with that. So I'm going to begin with this afternoon's report. Okay. With a second officer-involved shooting involving the Bernal County Sheriff's Department. At or around 8.15 last night, Bernal County SO deputies were dispatched to the Alsops at Coors and Lake regarding a domestic dispute. When officers arrived, the male half of the dispute had left the scene, leaving the female there alone. Officers took a preliminary report, and the female returned home. A short time later, officers went to the victim's residence in the area of Coors and Montano for further questioning. As officers were talking to the victim in the parking lot of the apartment complex, the suspect arrived on the scene, saw the deputies, and fled on foot. Officers engaged the fleeing suspect, and at least one deputy uh, pursued him on foot. When the deputy finally apprehended the suspect, an altercation broke out between the deputy and the fleeing suspect. Of course, and the suspect, yeah, yeah, and the suspect was shot and killed. It's unclear which other deputy discharged his firearm, killing the suspect. No additional details have been released by the sheriff's department. And Manny Gonzalez, sheriff, the sheriff of the Bernal County Sheriff's Office, had little to say regarding the incident, other than they are waiting for the Pell camera video to be reviewed. The deputy involved in the altercation sustained minor injuries as well. So, well that's good. So, I'm glad Manny didn't say much because uh, when he talks, generally mistakes. Always a good idea for him to be. Yeah, very quickly. <laughs> just, just uh, He should just use a laser pointer and point it. <laughs> yeah, I want to do it. I mean, he's acting PIO, I guess, for the SO. And, uh, boy, he was, uh, uh, well, yeah, moving right along there. <laughs> okay, also, AFR responded to a early morning structure fire around 4 a.m. this and Odelia Northeast. Upon arrival, units observed smoke and flames showing from a commercial structure. They began level one staging. A search of the dwelling began. Lines were laid as an offensive attack of the fire was initiated. The fire was quickly brought under control, but no injuries reported and only moderate damage to the building. And we have an update on to the homicide that occurred uh, on Friday, December 3rd in the, near Wisconsin and Central. The victim has been identified as Tony Bordeaux, age unknown. The suspect, 42-year-old Stephen Parker, recently was arrested for a probation violation and admitted to shooting the victim after speaking with police. Parker said he shot Bordeaux with two different guns after feeling disrespected during an argument over drugs. Parker was recently sentenced to a year of probation after pleading guilty to possession of a controlled substance. Parker is currently being held at MDC on an open count of murder and probation violation. Now, if this man would have served his time for breaking the law, this shooting and homicide may have never happened. So, also, a stabbing took place last night in the halfway house. So- <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Also, a stabbing took place. I mean, that sounds almost festive, Mike. Murder Mike, can you just uh, be a little bit more subdued in your approach to this? 
Come on. It sounds, sounds like you're cheering them on out there. I'm going to get blamed on uh, Newsbreak with these guys who are uh, creeping me all the time saying that I'm responsible for uh, escalating levels of violence. Oh, no. I just, just tell them it's all my fault. I think, I'll take the blame for everything. I've I just been up since uh, I, I've been up since yesterday, so I think I'm running on adrenaline and, and coffee and a little bit of uh, insanity because the scanners have been crazy. They have not stopped, and they just keep on going and going. You gotta shut that stuff. You gotta shut that stuff off. Find a find a helper. Find Zano's helper. Well, I, every time I start to turn them off, I hear something that perks my interest, and I start listening to it to find out what the outcome of. Because I think I think it may be a developing story. And the next thing you know, it's four in the afternoon, and I'm writing uh, the story for today's report. So, because it was a crazy day, I'll get to that in a little bit. Because right. the the stabbing that took place at the halfway house, uh, Joseph Padilla was arrested on an argue, on an aggravated battery charge with a criminal complaint stating that he had stabbed the victim multiple times in the back while he was in the shower. The victim, who has not been identified, told police that he and Padilla would argue over chores and that Padilla got upset because the victim had snored at night. Well, a uh, lot, lot, uh, lot going on. I mean, just. As you do, I mean, a, a true psycho. I literally reasonable reaction to that. Yeah, yes, that was a, sh- a shower scene going straight to the back. Uh, you know, yeah. When you if when you, you can't get somebody Marshall, else to that uh, guy that uh, in in the in prison, the guy was beat to death by his, his cellmate because he touched him on the knee or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know you never know what's going to set someone off these days. You know, you never do. Could be, you need to be aware could, of that. Could so. be you walking into a store without a mask. Oh my God! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, around 9:30 this morning, there was a vehicle accident with injuries at Sixth and Lomas involving an APD unit. Uh, the officers—it's unknown on the condition of the officer as he was uh, transported to UN in the hospital with unknown injuries. And also, there was a commercial structure fire in the uptown area this afternoon. At 1:38 p.m., AFR responded to a working structure fire. At 6303 Indian School Northeast, level one staging was established and a preliminary of attack of the structure was initiated. The building was quickly evacuated and no word on any injuries. The fire was brought under control a short time later and arson investigators also responded. And unfortunately also today there was another 15 drug overdoses, four of which were unconscious. You mean just breathing. today from midnight or 7 a.m. for what time? But that's from, from about 7 a.m. I mean, I didn't exactly time it. It kind of went from last night to today. Everything was kind of just... Who's overdosing on drugs? Didn't they, someone have to go to work? My God. Uh, <laughs> work! Work! Good one! Good these one! Are, <laughs> these are the people that are breaking into your house. They're you know? <laughs> stealing your stuff and then selling it so they can score because it's, uh, the new thing out there is fentanyl. And they're getting uh, a bad dose of fentanyl because it's laced with something and they're they're hitting on it, and it just takes them out right away. Uh, I, some of the narcotics officers are, have mentioned the fact that there's a bad, bad batch of stuff going on out there, and it, it has become a problem even to the, where the public is aware of how bad it's gone. So, uh, well, Narcan was administered, and the present condition of the, of the subject is not known. So, And then we're going to move to the stats quickly here. The stats from last night beginning with a domestic dispute, there were a total of 15. Also, there were five assaults, seven shots fired, and one suicide call. Three disturbance calls came in. Additionally, there were two stolen vehicles. One was an attempted auto theft, 
and two drunk drivers were arrested. There were 11 drug overdoses, more today than there were last night. Four down and outs, six suspicious situations or persons, and two 9-11 hang-ups. Two residents are wait, 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 what, 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 I don't even, what's a 9-11 hang-up? What is that? I've never well, even actually, heard of that before. Never, what are you doing? Trying to sneak some new category in on us? I've never even heard of that. <laughs> oh, there's so many categories that I haven't even brought up yet because there's some of them are kind of uh, slow down on the soda pool as far as priorities. Uh, a 9-11 hang-up is any time a person calls a 9-11 and hangs up, the first thing that the uh, control operator does is attempt to make a callback. And if the callback is cannot be completed or there's something suspicious about it when the person answers, they dispatch an officer to the scene. So uh, that's why if you call 911, hang up on it. If the connection is made and and the officer and nobody's able to call you back and establish, uh, determine whether you're in trouble or in danger or not, they may send an officer to your house. So All right. Well, let's not, let's not report on that. That is uh, the category I just don't care about. You know what category I do care about uh, quite a little bit is pedestrian deaths. Uh, we are number one in the and I know Dowd. Uh, you know we have we haven't talked about this, but let's. Uh, Take the time, uh, shall we, to, to just address this very quickly. Uh, we are number one in the country in uh, in, in a couple of things, uh, but we are number one. 80 deadly crashes so far in pedestrian deaths. More 30 of those crashes involve pedestrians. At least a dozen pedestrians have been seriously injured in crashes. Uh, according to uh, some of the report, it says, I think part of the issue is unhoused neighbors being out there a lot all the time. That's fine. That's a, a nice, fancy way of saying homeless people. New Mexico is ranked number one in pedestrian deaths in 2019 as well due to increase in drug use, alcohol use, and homelessness. You got to watch for homeless people out there. Started Rody. If you hit a homeless person, I got to ask the question, and it's it should sound tongue in cheek, but it's not. If you happen to hit a homeless person, can you be prosecuted uh, for that? I think it's a good question, Dad. What do you think? Uh, that's a very good question. I mean, at night and, and a person in the road with dark clothing. Can you be prosecuted if you happen to be using your phone? Okay. It's a, it's a fair question. And the homeless person is inebriated. They walk right out into the middle of traffic and you take them out. Can you be arrested for running over a homeless, uh, inebriated person who happens to be homeless? If they are clearly in the wrong if they're not in a, in a crosswalk, they're wearing dark clothing, and they walk right in front of you like what happened to me just the other day. I almost hit one, but I didn't. But uh, then, no, I would say no. No charges could be filed against okay, you. Okay, but now, we're not talking about that. I mean, if there's nobody to prosecute the crime, no next of kin, nobody willing to sue you on a civil basis, uh, you know, it's a fair question. It's an absolutely fair question. Oh, I understand I don't, if say, the yeah. person's homeless... I don't think they're going to bring. I don't think the city of Albuquerque is going to bring charges against someone to say that you ran over somebody. I think it's going to be like, well, we don't know who this is, and you lucked out that you. I, I'm. I, I'm not trying to be cynical here. I'm just trying to be honest. I don't think someone's going to prosecute you for running over a homeless person. No, and, and unless you're committing a some kind of a traffic ordinance uh, law uh, that you could be charged for, like driver inattention or something like that. Um, I don't think so. Again, like I don't, said, I don't, I don't, I, you're way too optimistic. I don't think that that's going to happen. Uh, if you I, are I, under the influence, you'll be prosecuted by the state. That's what we got one from one guy. Honestly, I don't think right. that anybody would prosecute somebody in the state of New Mexico, or the city of Albuquerque for running over a homeless person. I, I, that is my straight up answer. 
People would say, you're lucky you hit a homeless person. There'll be no charges brought up against you. That sounds totally vacant and wrong, but I am telling you, you've never heard of a homeless person with that many people. Do you, do you see 30 people? And the reason I bring this up, uh, do you see 30 people being arrested for uh, uh, involuntary manslaughter for running over homeless people? When's the last time you've heard of an involuntary manslaughter being uh, brought up against that you have not ever heard it? You've never heard it because it doesn't, because it, no, it doesn't matter if you recall it because it doesn't, it doesn't exist. It simply does not. I've never heard, I've never read it. I've never Uh, read it. Other than drunk drivers. I mean, if you're stone sober and they can't, they can't proffer any evidence that you were impaired, you'd be crazy as a prosecutor to go to 12 jurors with a case of an attentive driver who was doing, you know, a taxpayer who was living their life. There it is. Bingo. Uh, That was. I'll see if I can get an answer to that. But, you can't, uh, I, I'm I telling you, you can't. It, you can only have data. There's no, no one. They're going to tell you that, sure, we'll prosecute that, but no one will ever file charges. The DA's office would never file a charge. They'd be like, nope, it's a homeless person. It's like running over, I hate to say it, but you'd get prosecuted for, yeah, go ahead and finish off my sentence, Dad. Go ahead. <clears throat> I think you were referring to maybe wildlife. Yes, wildlife. That's exactly correct. That's yeah. that. That's how lawlessness that's how law, excuse me, that's how lawless the city has become. Like, there's no prosecution for crimes of anything. That's absolutely correct. There is absolutely no prosecution for crime. That's why they are coming here in such hordes, literally. I mean, you know, I mean, our homeless situation is, has gotten out of control. And once the mayor was reelected, that pretty much opened a turnstile to it. I mean, if you, you've driven around, I mean... There are tent cities everywhere. Everywhere. They're That's right. They knew everywhere. the election was coming. And suddenly there's like, you know, up and down uh, tramway up by that Smith's. I mean, they are lined. Those tents are lined up right out there. That's correct. Yes. And there are all other places I've never seen them before, too. And do you know that the fire department in November responded to 400 um, fires in, Al- in Albuquerque? A majority of those were outside fires. Uh, that were started by homeless people and dumpsters, also started by homeless people. So a majority of the fires in November that the fire department responded to were considered outside fires started by homeless people in encampments to stay warm or just for kicks. Sometimes those guys start fires in dumpsters just for kicks. Sometimes I've heard as many as 15 or 20 dumpster fires in one night that the fire department is running to. They think it's nothing, but that has taken a crew off something that could be a, a, a very, very serious emergency. So... Well, there you go. And and you should keep track, continue to keep track of those dumpster fires, uh, especially whether it's going to be very cold uh, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, You'll get a lot of calls uh, on that Uh, here. Other than CABQ isn't going to pursue any cases, no charges at all will be brought up. This is from a confined uh, secret source. Friend's dad drove a semi truck down by the fairgrounds. A drunk guy fell under his wheels and was killed. He was not charged. You probably have 10 or 20 anecdotal. Uh, cases that are just like that. So we just have to realize that. Anything else, uh, Murder Oh, actually, I do have a couple more things to run past you very quickly, Murder Mike. Um, uh, Dow, uh, bring up the suicide hotline, please, oh, sure. if you would. Okay. Now, we visited this yesterday. We're in that time of year. People are, what, we got 15 drug overdoses. We got alcohol, uh, you know, overdose. Every Everyone. Like, it, it's it's depressing right, right now, right? I mean, so let's let's keep it happy. New Mexico Department of Health announced today that 520 New Mexico residents died by suicide in 2020. 
This is an increase in five suicides, uh, five suicides as compared to 2019. We don't have the numbers on 2021, but uh, I have to uh, ask you, Murder Mike, does it seem like that there's more? There is more? Because according to the New Mexico Department of Health Suicide Prevention staff, they have uh, an increase of call to the tune of, looks like 22%. And here's by the means, by how they did it. Firearms, 58%. Suffocation, hangings, 26%. Poisonings, 10 Half of the individual who died by suicide were between 15 and 44. 26 of New Mexico resident suicides occurring among children under 18 uh, years of age, 2020 and 2019. Individuals aged 55 to 64 had a decrease in suicides from age-specific rate of 28.5 deaths per 100,000. The crude suicide rate for non-Hispanic whites decreased. Uh, suicide uh, hotline, uh, by the way, doubt is? Yes, this is the crisis and access line 24-7 for emotional crisis, mental health, or substance abuse, 1-855-662-7474. That's area code 855-662-7474. All right. And finally, just to kind of wrap the uh, crime up, we'll keep you on, Murder Mike. Uh, uh, I don't know what you can tell us about this, uh, but the racing, hot rod racing, all that, yesterday, six injured in northeast Albuquerque. Where was it at? It was at the corner of Tramway and Montgomery. And uh, they, those were those little hot rod Hondas that were out there racing around. Six people have been hospitalized, four in critical condition. Uh, any updates on that, what you saw yesterday? I have no updates on that other than what you just said. You know, there's still four of them are still in critical condition. They were, they were trying to, de- to determine the cause of the accident. But, yeah, you're right. Tramway and Montgomery, that's a big intersection, both known for street racing on Tramway as well as Montgomery down there. So they'll... They'll start at, at Tramway, and they'll go west on Montgomery as far as they can at, at speeds in excess of 100 to 120 miles an hour or more if, if they don't get caught. You know, and if they do, half the fun of bracing is they love to outrun the police. There you go. And uh, we're going to kick off hour number three with the hate crime over at the Islamic Center is uh, where we're going to go with all that. Oh, my, my son is calling me. Uh, should, I, should I take this call live on the air? Hey, let me see what we have. We know he'll be well-behaved. Yeah, yeah, he's, hey, I'm still on the air. There I am. Is it almost time? Look at these guys. They're so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's almost time. It's almost time. Look at these guys are just totally insane for Christmas. Like you've never seen. <laughs> I mean, they're just, they're doing total flex stuff. But we got to hit this, uh, this hate crime uh, over at the Islamic Center. Plus, a number of other laws and things like that are all being proposed, so we'll uh, do that as well. Fellow, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Wrap hour two for us, would you? Nope. I guess you don't want to do that. Hey, that was probably my son probably just uh, calling in. Uh, let's see. So glad that Avon Grid is a no-go, but as we've witnessed just how persistent this corrupt lunatic governor is for anything that's terrible for New Mexicans, I'm sure this has just been a speed bump for her. Wow. It, like, just throw in the towel. Just give up, right? Learned helplessness. Yes, there we go. Uh, it, at 31 cents a kilowatt hour, would it be cheaper to run a natural gas generator on New Mexico gas for your radio station? <laughs> well, it's technically your radio station, uh, by the way. Hi, Eddie and Dowd. SNL VAC statement equals welcome to the machine. Thinking about Pink Floyd right now. Wow, that is uh, pretty good. Uh, Luis Sanchez, gubernatorial candidate, says, can't wait to see my nasty letter I get from PNM as we have 22,000 Christmas lights on our house. Well, just you know, <laughs> celebrate that. 
uh, that. That's what I would say. So um, back after the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva. Yes, we'll play a little Pink Floyd for you if you have a, a penchant for uh, that uh, right now. We appreciate you checking us out, hanging out with us uh, here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. That's rockoftalk.com. It ain't no joke, I like to buy the world a token. Teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. And teach the world to snuff the fires and the lawyers. Hey, I know it's just a song, but it's fine. For the rest of me, this is a love attack. I know it's how far it's back. It's just like any back. It retracts before and back. And just like fashion, it's a passion to the wizard and hip. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards. Representative Matt Gates, Republican of Florida, on Tuesday, vowed after the Republican takeover in the next election, there will be real oversight and real subpoenas in the House. It has been 174 days since my colleagues and I sent a letter to FBI Director Ray asking basic questions about the FBI's involvement in January 6th. But Gates suggested House oversight would fall under their control was cause for much concern on social media. The Biden administration this week signaled it would veto a Senate-led effort to nullify a vaccine mandate for private businesses, even as several Democratic lawmakers suggested they would support the effort. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters on Tuesday that if the bill comes to the president's desk, he will veto it. This is USA Radio News. America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to health care. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes health care affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to LightYourLiberty.com. That's LightYourLiberty.com. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. The White House reacts to Biden meeting Putin. Direct and straightforward. That's how National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan describes President Biden's roughly two-hour video call with Russian President 
Vladimir Putin. He reiterated America's support for Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. Sullivan adding that President Biden warned Putin regarding those troops and what happens if Russia invades Ukraine. If Russia further invades Ukraine, the United States and our European allies would respond with strong economic measures. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Speaker Nancy Pelosi predicted Wednesday that both chambers of Congress will pass the $2 trillion expansion of social benefits and climate change programs at the heart of President Biden's domestic agenda, which features a host of Democratic economic and climate priorities before Christmas. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Senator Rick Scott says corporate America is not interested in principles when profits are on the line. As the Biden administration announced it will be diplomatically boycotting the Winter Olympics in China, Chinese media announced no one cares if politicians don't show up. The human rights <laughs> in China are documented and atrocious. Republican wrong. Rick Scott with the Armed Services Committee says money over principles is a bad direction for a freedom-loving nation. Whether it's the NBA or whether it's Nike or whether it's Delta, they're all focused on how they make more money. You know, heck with human rights. Now, they, they would like to get, you know, their rights, and they want to criticize everything that happens in this country. But God forbid they do anything that would impact their ability to make a profit. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot blamed retailers for not making safety a priority amid a string of smash-and-grab thefts at retail stores in recent months. I'm disappointed that they're not doing more to take safety uh, and make it a priority. For example, we still have retailers that won't institute um, plans like having security officers in their stores, making sure um, that they've got cameras that are actually operational. Rob Carr, the president and CEO of the Illinois Retail Merchants Association, says it ignores the fact that retailers spent hundreds of millions of dollars every year on security. Carr told Fox Business. For USA Radio News, I'm Brad Bernards. I heard you on the wireless back in 52. Lying awake intently tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through.
606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, com. The Buggles Video Killed the Radio Show. You can watch us uh, directly on rockoftalk.tv and uh, rockoftalk.com. Don't forget, folks, you can just pick us up just about anywhere. And uh, video is uh, killing the radio star. We are up month over month over month with more people going to Roku, uh, Apple TV, Amazon Fire. And now that we've started placing that little link in there at rockoftalk.chat, surprise uh, subscribers, I should say, only can uh, freeze us on playback. All they have to do is Pay for the privilege, sixty nine ninety nine a year, and you can get all the show notes as well. So you're not lost wandering around. You want to pick up to that nasty snarling thing that I said, or that data driven dump by D Dowd Muska. He can do all of that, and uh, you can get all that and a lot more. And then uh, use it for your gubernatorial, lieutenant gubernatorial, or whatever campaign or any information that you want to go ahead and uh, snow people with. Uh, you're not snowed. You are getting the straight skinny uh, only from us. Don't forget podcasting on Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. That is free of charge. You can find us on your favorite podcasting event place. Uh, I know a lot of people like to go to Apple iTunes uh, for that as well. And then downloading that app at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. Commercial three hour three here. Commercial free hour three here for you, uh, D-Dowd. And uh, we've still got a plethora. A plethora? What is a plethora? plethora of uh, subjects uh, to get to, and uh, let's do that. We, I, I want to kick it off by talking about this uh, fake hate crime, and, and this, gets ha- this happens all the time. We touched upon it yesterday, and it, it, they're trying to bait this stuff, and uh, the Islamic Center, in my opinion, is lying, okay? We've seen this stuff trumped up yet again and again. If they really wanted to burn the place down or try to, boy, you get to watch the whole thing on film. This is not an attempt at arson. This is just some sort of scene that's been created. We didn't find any hate crime at the India Palace up in Santa Fe. There was no evidence of uh, hate crime at the Smiths. You might remember that about four years ago. That was an exciting time to broadcast, I should say, because that was all stage set up. It's what they do, okay? Uh, I can tell you some other events that have happened here that have been stage set up and pushed. Uh, here's the report from KOB Channel 4. I have to ask you, Dow, did all three networks, do you know whether or not all three networks picked up on this story as a hate crime? Did they all equally uh, I will check it? Uh, right now, yes. Because I think uh, there's, a, there's a little fly in the ointment here, and that fly is, is I don't think they did. And on top of that, the video that you see here isn't security camera video. It almost looks like it was taken off of their um, cloud cam. Okay, mm-hmm. which is not security cam type footage. Okay, uh, Eddie KRQE, KOB, and the Albuquerque Journal have all I can confirm covered this. Ah ha! Boy, here I was thinking that you know they just uh, happened to get the attention of one network. No, they all three bit because this is the stuff they love. They amplify and play this up, and you know this is Christmas time. Let's not forget. You know they get their Ramadan and all this. That we're gonna we're gonna keep our holiday right here. Okay. We say Merry Christmas. Say It's okay to say Merry Christmas. So somehow they identified that the person who's setting multiple fires near the prayer hall is a woman. How, how do we know that? She's completely hooded. Is the way she's standing? How, how is it? Isn't that somewhat sort of sexist that you can't see anything on her? So Ayman Musle. I used to love those times when we were uh, interviewing the uh, imam who left, went to Denver. Good guy. I forget uh, his uh, name. I interviewed him two times after the uh, the violent jihadist uh, hate crimes, uh, 100 and, 
at the uh what, what was it the in in france it was the atatlan or something like that it had that kind of sound uh, the bataclan remember at the uh, big concert area and i interviewed him twice and it was it was tough that was at a time when trump went from second to first right ben carson did not have a good reply that was the Friday the 13th massacre in Paris. They say here, so this is her in the corner right here. Facilities director of the Islamic Center of New Mexico says, Muslim, and by the way, we're just down the street from uh, the Islamic Center. I pass by it nearly every day. Muslim showed KB for a video of what appears to be a woman, appears to be a woman. They called it a woman. No suspects. And, and this, by the way, this gets even more interesting at the very end. It's the, it, you have to read between the lines. Wearing a black hoodie, seeking multiple fires, setting multiple, multiple fires on Monday morning. At 9.05, she's seen lighting trash on fire in a garbage bin and then tipping it over. She just had a lighter, happening, hanging around, tipping over things. And Anila Abad, the center's general secretary, we need his general secretary here to keep it, said the fire was on course to spread, on course to spread to the prayer hall. We actually don't know. Members believe the fire was started by a woman who was hostile toward them when she showed up at the center last week. Ah, well, we do have surveillance cameras that are there. We do know that the woman now has been identified, so now we know who it is. Why is it that we don't have a description, who she is? Why don't we have any sort of drawing? I mean, if this is truly a hate crime. And remember, hate crimes are punishable by federal law, right? So it's totally prosecutable. For us to see anybody that could just walk in and do this, we just don't feel safe. You have a giant gate around your entire Islamic center. You have a politically, I mean, it is fortified, ladies and gentlemen. I've been, I grew up in this neighborhood. It is fortified to the nth degree. That thing is, you, you're not getting in or getting out. Next to impossible. Okay. Let's I, I, I don't know. Someone's not. Members believe the fire was started by a woman. Okay. It's a hate crime, they say. Very targeted towards Muslims. Okay. How many times have we seen our statues? Are those hate crime? I think that's a hate crime. How about our churches, uh, Catholic churches? Hate crime? Yeah, I think it's a hate crime, right? Synagogue, same thing, hate crime. Putting swastikas on. Is anybody investigating any of these things as a hate crime? Anybody investigating this? Abad said there's still some good in the world. Some men who were working across the street ran to the center and put out the flames. Watch this. The fire explodes in his face, she says. You see that? He's literally pulling it out. Look at it. They, they put this thing out in about 10 seconds with one fire extinguisher. The FBI, APD are aware of the incident. And they put it out before anybody even got there. Now, <clears throat> I don't know what motivates people to set a fire, especially on a Monday morning, or if you happen to be or try to be successful, why are you going to go in with just a pack of matches to make something like this happen when it is an edifice? It is a giant building, okay? It ain't going to burn down. It ain't going to happen. And if they've got a description, why wouldn't we have seen it? So my question every time on all of this, and we're in the middle of Christmas, is, why focus on this as a hate crime? Why pay any attention to this as a news center at all? You know what we don't have? We don't have damages, estimated amount of damage. Every single time that you talk about arson or any time you talk about something burning down, you always talk about, well, the estimated damage is X amount, X amount, X amount, because there was no damage. They lit a fire on the playground. It looked like a little bonfire that was right there. 
Now, if the building itself has started to burn, and we know that homeless people all around have been setting fires to various uh, places. We remember the arson that took place in the Starbucks, and then he went to Old Navy. You might remember that from a few years ago when that happened. It was a pretty strange. You have damages. How about the fire uh, that had took place over at Walmart? Right? Like These are all things. Like How does this get front page coverage? Is it just because that it happened at the Islamic Center? Could we also ask the question, if this happened at a Catholic church, if someone set fire to a Catholic church, would this get anywhere close to the attention that this fire is getting? Most fires you don't even hear about. You don't even know. Oh, I guess that burned down the other day. We reported it here on the air. It's like, yeah, there was a fire, but we don't know anything about it. The answer is no. You would not get any coverage. Oh, that church burned down. Oh, yeah, it was around a while. They're going to go ahead and fix it. No big deal. It's just a church burning down. We'd be looking at it as a hate crime. What's very curious about all of this is the way this was filmed, the amount of time the woman, quote unquote, the woman was there, okay, and the fact that nothing was even damaged. Therefore, it tells me this is a bit of an inside job, much like the India Palace. Until we actually get somebody coming forward, it's hard for me not to think of it as anything else. If they're that hateful, they'll come again. We were in the middle of a Trump, I think, shutdown. Two things driving that particular uh, fire last year up at the Nia Palace. One, restaurants were shut down. Need a little bit of money, can't pay the bills, didn't get the PPE yet. Set your building on fire. Okay, Not accusing them of that. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Second thing, you want to go ahead and uh, create an additional number of people coming to your church feeling sorry for you, want support, et cetera, et cetera. Start a fire in the playground, call it a hate crime, and all of a sudden, voila, instant PR. This stuff has to stop. The news needs to do a much better job of verifying the police departments, everything. It's like, you don't just run to the media with all this, but they did. They did. And that's why every single successive time, I become increasingly skeptical increasingly skeptical as you should be every single time one of these things that, that, that come out. Now, if I was mayor of the city of Albuquerque and I saw something like this that happened, I would pick up the phone immediately. I would go down there and say, we're going to take our lead uh, head investigator uh, down there. I'm going to visit you, your place personally. I want the tapes. We're going to figure this out. And we're going to see if this is truly a hate crime. Guess what would happen the next time? You wouldn't have a fire. Nobody would even do this, right? Because the mayor's going to step up and possibly identify as like, what is the penalty for faking a hate crime? I bring you Jesse Schmollett. <laughs> Eddie, can, just very quickly, yes, within sir. the last hour, the FBI uh, Albuquerque office up on their Twitter, I'm looking at it right now, they posted very clear pictures of this woman, the alleged uh, suspect. Um, I'm, 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 I'm disturbed on a couple of levels. First of okay. all, the FBI Albuquerque Twitter feed uh, their pinned tweet, which means the tweet is always at the top of the feed, no matter when it was sent out, is from August 17th, and it's all the uh, alleged uh, perpetrators of the insurrection looking for information. I don't know why that would be relevant to Albuquerque right now, but that's our FBI in, in Albuquerque. Uh, below that, uh, this was posted within the hour, uh, the FBI released photos of an unknown woman suspected of setting fires at the Islamic Center of New Mexico Shortly after 8 a.m. on November 29th, if you know her identity or whereabouts, please call us. Uh, folks, if you're not 
I know there's very few people on Twitter. It's like 2% of the population, and it's all lefties in Washington. Uh, if you want to see these photos yourself, uh, it's very, very simple. Twitter.com forward slash FBI Albuquerque, all lowercase, all one word, no underscores. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash FBI Albuquerque, as Albuquerque is currently spelled. Remember, we lost an, an R way back when. Um, uh, two centuries ago. So they are posting at least uh, four photos now uh, of this woman. And according to the special agent in charge, Raul Buhanda, the FBI is extremely concerned, that's mm-hmm. an exact quote, about so this incident. Now, I don't know, you don't even know what happened, so I don't know why you'd be necessarily more or less concerned than in the other incident that you're looking into. But anyway, uh, they're working closely with the Albuquerque Police Department to find the person responsible. We Mm. value our partnerships with religious communities like the Islamic Center of New Mexico. What about Steve Smotherman? Do they value their... uh, Oh, no, no. Steve Smotherman, Legacy Church? uh, No, no. That's not a religious community. They they take care about them. We don't don't Uh, value that partnership. uh, We value our relationships, quote, too highly to tolerate this kind of of criminal behavior, close quote. So they've kind of already decided that this was a hate crime. I mean, let's not jump the gun, folks. Let's find out what actually happened. We don't have to worry about jumping the gun, right? Because we, we buy all the guns back here, and there are no guns on the street. That's why there's, uh, you know, one of the reasons why there's murders. Okay, I've got another Jesse Smollett uh, 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 quote, by the way. I know you guys enjoyed my one from yesterday, but <laughs> hey, I just want to let you know. Uh, Jesse says, everyone makes mistakes. Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love that one. So uh, anyway, just starting off on that, you know, in the spirit of the season, I call BS on the hate crime. Uh, and I don't care what the FBI says. Uh, you can't call it a hate crime until we actually have some proof of all this. Again, an inside job. They should have a suspect. What about interviews with the people that are inside? I think just as pose a uh, sorry for for the comment here, but just a giant black mark over the community every single time that you do this. And we know uh, these things have been sanitized before. This happened at Smith's. Remember when the the woman who was waiting in line felt like, uh, I I forget the details of it. I'm sure somebody could refresh my memory out there. But this it was all staged. It was a guy who talks about setting up these types of incidents to go ahead and change the conversation in the public. That's what they do. Okay. And this is easy to perpetrate on a very feeble, very weak, and uh, very lenient towards the left uh, media that we have here in our marketplace. So, well, just- it feeds the it feeds the preconceived narrative, which is always uh, evil white people are abusing women and minorities, and you know, I mean, but but it may not feed it as well because clearly this person is a woman. Um, from these four photos, but uh, you know we're so quick to want to use any incident to to, to push our own agenda. And it's, Eddie, we've learned in the last couple of years just how politicized the FBI is. I, I don't know what happened to this incident, but the fact or that Hunter Biden's laptop, we don't know what happened. To that absolutely, either. and the fact that they are pinning a insurrection tweet at the top of the this is this is not the FBI's Twitter page, ladies and gentlemen. This is the FBI Albuquerque office's Twitter page. I, I don't think there's a lot of uh, suspects of the insurrection uh, here in the Duke City. Uh, it's just it's just so political, and and you can just see why they've lost credibility with so many Americans. Me too. Yeah, me too. Well, they they're not into the Me Too movement. Remember when Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell are oh, on that's... trial? But otherwise, it's Me Too all day long. Right, uh, right. <laughs> especially if any uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, Matt, uh, the conservative. All right, let's we got to focus on something else that's a bit woke as well. 
And it's a stupid map that came from the University of New Mexico uh, Lobo, the New Mexico Daily uh, Liberal. And we'll, we'll call it that. University of New Mexico Daily Liberal. It, it's beyond liberal. It's sick. Okay? As a heat map of Albuquerque from 3 to 4 p.m. Comes from CABQ. It talks about a report in late November compiled by the Climate Adaptation Planning Analytics Strategies, a contract of the National Oceanic Atmosphere Administration. Glad you're here. Thanks for coming. So they looked at the heat impacts on human health through temperature and humidity data points collected, excuse me, on July 9, 2021. And the heat map, boy, are you, are you ever startled by the unbelievable amount of climactic damage that you see on the map? The study produced results showing a temperature difference of 17 degrees Fahrenheit from the hottest to the coolest part of the city. I mean, literally. Could it just be methane from homeless people? Get it, get it. Radar said this call to an action is to manage this discrepancy through tree plantings. Here it is, folks. Your latest initiative by your brand new reelected mayor, Mayor Tim Keller, has started an initiative to plant 100,000 trees in the next 10 years. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to have to... Uh, <sighs> I'm going to have to combine this with another story. <laughs> yeah, Smollett was a hate crime just against the BS narrative. I'm going to have to go to this other story because it, it, it blends, it dovetails nicely, as they say. Dovet- I don't know where we get the dovetails uh, from, but it's, 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 it's all funny. So um, did you see this report about the city of Albuquerque? It's on KRQE, Dowd. Find it. It's the KRQE City of Albuquerque employee in the amount of time. And he was part of the garbage and sanitation uh, unit. Apparently, he's leaving his truck idling for a period of four to five hours a day while he goes memes. <laughs> Remember the Snuffleupagus used to, uh, to uh, sleep on Sesame Street? I think it was that. Or was it Big Bird that had the weird snore? It's just like it would move its head into its know. own chest. And something, something strange. Okay. Now I just told you about the the climate, the heat, and the and the study and all this. At the very same time, I think KRQE or KOAT Channel Seven put together a little uh, interesting write up on, and they studied. They they watched this. Okay. Now 17 degrees in terms of the increase. 100,000 trees in the next 10 years. Raider said it's important to understand that we are not experiencing isolated isolated incidents of heat. We're locked into a trajectory where we are going to be experiencing longer summers, higher heat waves. This is dangerous problem that is going to continue to accelerate over time. Now, never mind the fact that we're next to uh, scorchers, unlivable scorchers like Phoenix in Las Vegas, right, where it's routinely 110 degrees every single damn day. We are now going to be experiencing a drought, according to some people, 10 to 12 years in our region. I don't know how they forecast this. Maybe we should start paying attention to, you know, those uh, crazy little planes up there that are doing the uh, chemtrails. I see a lot of that stuff happening up there. But, Dowd, uh, let's uh, dovetail that report that you got right there in your handy-dandy little hand. Uh, I, I can't find you it. Can't I'm looking, it. Did I'm it looking. disappear? Did it disappear? Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody out there send it to me because I, I, I got to put this in. Because how does a guy who's sleeping 
nearly, I don't know, four to five hours a day for over a period of three months as he's taking care of garbage sanitation. He was the weed guy, by the way. The weed, oh, one of the weed guys, okay. the weed whackers. Okay. He was doing the weed and maybe he was smoking too much weed at night, but he's sleeping half the day. And we're going to use these people to plant 100,000 trees in the next 10 years. What's the average work week? Five, five days a week, right? Send me that report, somebody out there. I know that, that, that you saw it, okay? So we're going to go ahead and go, uh, there's 240, 240 days times, let's see. Oh, Eddie, I think I might have it. Uh, garbage truck worker accused of smoking pot on the job? Uh, that, that might be it. I think he was, a, was he sleepy? Uh, the report says the city was tipped off by someone at an Albuquerque apartment complex who said every time the garbage assistant would use the lobby restroom, it would smell like marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. not that one. It's actually a, a sleeper out there. Okay. Okay. Now, now let me say let me say this: if we were to plant a hundred thousand trees, okay, two hundred and forty a day, that's ten thousand. We'd be planting forty-two trees a day. Five days a week, 52 weeks a year. Now, you and I both know you can't just plant trees any old time of the year. You, you just can't. You're not going to be planting trees in November. Okay. It's just it's not going to happen. And the average cost of a tree, if you find them, 41 trees times about 250 for a decent tree, that's 10 grand. How the hell are you going to pay for that? And then on top of the labor, it's going to take two to three people to go ahead and install a tree making sure that uh, we can feed it with plenty of water. It's never going to happen. And what's worse, so trees, is it really going to cool things down? Well, when you got guys who are idling their buses, their garbage trucks, and their trucks to the tune of four to five hours a day, oh, no way, no how. Those little 17-degree you know, spectrums of heat that the uh, New Mexico Daily Liberal is talking about over there, there's no way to wipe that out because the CO2 that's pounded out by the city, uh, the city of Albuquerque trucks, cars, vehicles, and I don't care how many of those green little weird vehicles you roll out, Tim Keller. If we do a CO2 stamp on every one of those vehicles, boy, we're going to stay that warm. And that's just what we actually can do. Now, that's, that's provided we're trusting this information. In my opinion, this is totally loaded, and there's nothing scientific about it even if it's been conducted uh, by these people. So anyway. Uh, Eddie, I can confirm uh, that the Inspector General, this was an actual Inspector General investigation. This is not just somebody making some wild charge. Uh, They followed this employee around for three days. Mm. Uh, Instead of driving and killing weeds, the Inspector General's office found that the employee's vehicle was idle anywhere from four to nearly six hours of their (laughs) eight-hour shift. This happened all three days in a row. Uh, the employee was sometimes seen driving the herbicide around. As you said, he was dealing with weeds. Investigators didn't see the employee actually using it. The employee wasted more than $400 in fuel uh, just sitting idly, and he got paid nearly $3,000 for hours he did not work. <laughs> nice work if you can get it. <laughs> wow. All right, so uh, if we're going to go ahead and uh, have a car idle, the amount of, uh, let's just say it just goes, uh, I don't know, 50 miles in a day, okay? We'll just say that uh, they're running uh, 2,000, a mid-year, 2,015. Uh, what, what, are they, what do they run, Chevys? They probably run, well, they, let's just say GMC uh, Yukons out there, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Something like that, or Sierra. That's a truck, I think. 
And then uh, we'll do the uh, auto two-wheel drives uh, that has gasoline two-wheel drive. Uh, and then you get a uh, calculation of this thing. And you add a footprint on every single day that this thing is driving that amount of time. That's 0.30 metric tons of CO2. Over a period of a week, that is more than 1.5 met- uh, metric tons a week. You're dealing with this on an annualized basis. That's nearly 70 tons of a carbon footprint running idle on going 50 miles a day on a 2015 GMC Sierra Auto 6 two-wheel drive gas. You see how foolish this is? You see how stupid this whole thing about carbon footprints and Green New Deals and climate-saving initiatives? And if you watch this ridiculous commercial that comes on the news all the time, about progress and non-drilling and no fracking. It's all sorts of ridiculousness. I mean, as I'm sitting here talking about this, I'm, I'm going over and I'm saying to myself, why are we talking about any of this? We've got the biggest, bluest, most open skies. You never see a haze. We aren't any of the surrounding big cities, and this is why people are going to continue to move here, ladies and gentlemen. They just are. Okay? And we have things on shutdown. We take the most onerous approaches to disease, to climate, and it has nothing to do with it's not saving any lives on COVID, and it certainly isn't uh, making the air any cleaner here in the state of New Mexico, and we aren't saving the uh, three-toed lizard down south by not fracking. So why are we doing any of this stuff? It's because of the federal largesse. We go back to our number one. The amount of money that's being pumped into the state of New Mexico is to keep you dumb, stupid, poor, and dependent on the federal government. It is that simple. When they pump in $6 billion into the New Mexico economy on a per capita basis of $13,000 per person, that means every man, woman, and child, some people count their dogs, in the state of New Mexico, as long as they can keep you doing this, they're going to keep you behaving this ridiculous way and voting for these same ridiculous politicians which is why you have people on the right moving to the center and even to the left. Why you might have a gubernatorial candidate who literally says, well, yeah, I believe in the, the new energy initiatives that are out there. And the orange guy is not my president. I lost all faith in the Republican Party. Like, okay, <laughs> we're going to stand in front of groups and betray who we are. Like, I don't think we need to go that direction. We're going to bring that guy back to the right because that's the guy we're going to use to beat Michelle Lujan Grisham. We're going to have to... We're not going to do it by having totally renewable clean energy by 2045. And this Avangrid P&M merger and the fact that this got disrupted, it just became an issue in the 2022 gubernatorial election and in the House race, which means people like Dowd. I'm sure you have the uh, long litany of lists of people from the right who are running for governor who have voted for the Green New Energy deal. We know who they are. We know what they do. We know what they stand for. And it's not for you. This is just stupidity. Year in, year out. 550, 50, 500. That's 550, 50, 500. 100,000 trees at the cost of, you know, $10,000 a day uh, while uh, Pedro is hanging out in the parking lot uh, snoozing for four to five hours. You know, <laughs> oh, I got to get to it. I will catch up next week. No, it'll be good. Sleepy's going to come out here and he's going to help us too. He's a good worker. And he finally gets a good eight hours in, no? It'll be real good. 
What about all the cigarettes? $400 in three days, ladies and gentlemen. He wasted $400 in fuel costs, your money, three days. It's expensive. They should get me a, one of those uh, Prius, no? Yeah, battery those, car. Those are cool, bro. I want one of those. Vespa scooter. Yeah, I go a long way. <laughs> me and the Ruka hang out. We're going to go get ourselves a cherry slush limeade, even, even in the cold. No, the Sonics. will be over there. I mean, then, then I can, I'll stay up with her all night, you know, and then sleep all day. I'll catch up. No what about all the cigarette butts and the smoke in the air? Cigarette butts on the ground. LED liberal. You know, there's people that actually run around that are hooked on drugs that go around smoking those things. Did you know that? Have you ever seen somebody just walking around picking up cigarette butts at gas stations? You're like, what wow. the hell is that person doing? They're picking wow. up cigarettes. They call them, uh, I don't know, some, they, have a, they have a name for them. Uh, LED liberal loony light bulbs that you need to wear PPE gear in order to clean them up since they contain mercury. What about the disposal of electric or hybrid car batteries or the toxic China masks that are on the ground throughout the city? There we go. I mean, if I see a mask on, on the ground and I can't go in, I really need something, would I put one on? I think the answer is probably yes. Because <laughs> I wouldn't care. I'd be like, oh, COVID, I need to get that. Okay. So it's on the bucket list. Uh, you can get Juan at the Haitian station. That, I don't even know what that is. That is really funny. Mark Ronchetti is a big global warming dude. What are they? Big run. He looks at the maps all day long. No, there he is. The roaches and the butts, bro. That's it. The roaches. There we go. Uh, Eddie, what happened on Indian uh, school today? Fire and rescue. Murder Mike, let us know. Smollett was a hate crime. Uh, just against the BS narrative. These morons ever looked at your death valley? Pedal your kibbles elsewhere. Uh, let's see what else we got. Couldn't even hide under a house. Wow. I don't know. This guy's telling me jokes too. Uh, Jesus. Vaccine ads. When did that start? They are on the, ad, on the station. I can't do anything about them. Okay. So they're at the top of the hour news. I can't interrupt them. It's part of the whole deal. I got to, I got to run them folks. It's in there. Uh, Eddie, how do you, uh, how do you, oh, it's interesting that you played the last train in Clarksville, which was a protest song because it was a national nuclear repository there. That's why one of the verses in the song references, I may not be coming home. I may never come back home from Clarksville. I didn't know that. Hmm. Just little, little, little pieces of genius right in this. Baked right into your Kiva station, your Kiva helping. Eddie, are there any lawyers in the area helping people with religious medical exemptions together? There were, but that's sort of really died down. I think there's like templates now where you can just submit them and hope that they get them. Keller should never have been hired. I don't believe he won without a little help from his Democrat county hoodlums. The hoods. With Albuquerque's murder rate, Keller should be fired, would have been fired. Um, I can't, it, Scott, you're going to have to stop telling me this. Please say a man who went to court with COVID faces over a decade in prison. <clears throat> More ridiculousness right here. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. This is coming from the uh, Kirky, uh, a.k.a. KRQE. Uh, I don't even, I can't even read this because it's going to make me went into a place with court, went into court with COVID faces over a decade in prison. A Clayton man has been slapped with a felony assault charge for reportedly going to court while having COVID and refusing to wear a mask. He's facing 12 years in prison. This is national news. Clayton, New Mexico. There we go. We take it very serious. It's obviously a health issue that is of importance to everybody, says Clayton Police Chief Scott Julian. 
Philip Archibek went to Clayton Magistrate Court early this month for allegedly trying to strangle his girlfriend. <laughs> I, I don't want to read any of it. Who the department confirms used to be a Clayton police officer. Girl, he's choking his girlfriend who's a police officer. Or he was. Police say Archibek went there knowing he had COVID. How did he know he had COVID? And without wearing a face mask. They don't know how, did he take a test? Like, I'd like to know this. I'd like to be his defense attorney just to kind of stop this madness right here. I'll take on the uh, police chief and I'll, I'll defend this guy. I don't care if he is, you know, uh, strangling his girlfriend or what. I don't, I'm, I'm going to ignore what a deadbeat, total dodo this guy is just to go defend him on discerning whether or not he knew and how he knew and sure. what proof did he have that he had COVID, right? Because he walked and, in and now, <laughs> and now everybody who has COVID and he walked into some place. Now you are, oh, it's a Vasha, by the way, cigarette butt. Uh, police say a man who went to court faces over a decade in prison. He went to court knowing he had COVID. Now he's charged with five felonies, including aggravated assault. Aggravated assault. This is the level of insanity, folks. I literally just told you I'd go pick up a mask just to put it on my face if I had COVID. I don't care if you're uh, tired of hearing the vax ads. They, they run. What do you want me to do? Now he's charged five felonies, including aggravated assault on a police officer, an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon against law enforcement, and the district attorney personally, he alleged, he exposed the virus in court. And the deadly <laughs> weapon in the situation is COVID. is COVID. That is it. This is the same as saying when you have nothing else to go at with somebody and you say Nazi. This is it. This is the physical criminal equivalent of that. That that fair can you follow can you follow yeah, me that I mean, well i mean what do we know about uh, the criminal element they tend to be younger people who are the least susceptible to covid i mean I, this is a stretch of a stretch of a stretch wow now wow. If, if you went and got covid you got the shot and you did the shot and you didn't and you and you came to court yes couldn't i somehow create the same because of shedding Shedding, yes. can I say shedding because yes. you are shedding yes. that you have violated me, right? We, we could we could produce the research saying that some some of the studies have shown that people who are vaccinated have higher viral loads. So there you, you go. put your my study, life in danger study. because right. you were vaccinated. There you go. There you go. I, that's where I'm at. With <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like this is all sorts of stupid, top to bottom. Okay, this this man must be stopped. Police officer Philip, whatever. Police say Archibek went there knowing he had COVID now he's, uh, and without wearing a face mask. Okay, so if you know you have COVID and you're wearing a face mask, who, who opened the court? Honestly, I want to know who also had the keys to the court who opened the courtroom. I think they say it's shedding or something. I thought it was down the hall in the bathroom. He, he was shedding over there, you know, hey. Now he's charged with five felonies, aggravated assault on a police officer, deadly weapon. I'm not even kidding. With a deadly weapon. They're calling COVID a deadly weapon against law enforcement. And the district attorney personal says he was exposed to the virus in court. The deadly weapon in the situation is COVID. I can't read this insert this absurdity enough. Some people here at QE News talked Wednesday, said Archbeck should face some sort of penalty. It was malicious. This is the, I'm telling you right now, New Mexico is beyond help. It will not be safe. If this holds up in any way, I, I'm, I'm totally on board with anything that you want to do. All bets are off at this point. You know what's going to be next? Eddie Aragon 
and Dowd Muska oh, are yeah. Vax, telling you that the Vax yep. itself doesn't work. Yep. They're going to charge them yep. for inciting a fire in a theater. The theater of radio. Yeah. Felony dissemination of misinformation. At that point, that's it. We're not in America anymore. Where are we going? Where do you want to move, Dowd? I have to take you and the fam damnly. We're out of here. Uh, there's a really yeah, big state yeah. to the east of us that yeah. does a lot of things right that I've been thinking about lately. <laughs> I think at this at this point, we'd have to actually consider picking up and leaving this holds water. Uh, the career criminal email Kira QE Wednesday morning suggesting police have gone too far in charging him. But Ju- Chief Julian, one of the people exposed in court, disagrees. So do we know if any of these people actually got COVID? Another excellent question. Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Chief Julian disagrees. I don't know of too many cases around the state right now where individuals are being charged for exposing individuals to COVID, but I felt under the circumstances that the intent was shown. He had COVID. He had the deadly weapon. COVID, criminal intent. Chief Julian said no one was exposed in court. No one who was exposed in court has reported getting COVID. <laughs> Charge him anyway. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm, I'm crying on the inside, like real tears. So many tears, the tears of a clown. And the police involved are still working. The district attorney's office said a new Archibald had COVID because he was openly telling people he did, prompting him to get kicked out, and his hearing was postponed. Archibald. Uh, I'm, I'm running out of the station now, Dowd. <laughs> Every good excuse. Okay, get pulled over for a D- D- DUI. Tonight, get pulled over for a DUI tonight. Saying you had COVID. Are you pulling, or is this aggravated assault on a police officer who pulled you over? Question. Question, I think, and not putting on your mask. I can't take the breathalyzer. I have COVID. Come on, we've all, we've all shared this joke around, folks. You can't get into the breathalyzer because you, might, because you have COVID. I can't. Oh, you have to do the physical test. We believe that you are inebriated. You see, like, Dowd, we can spend the next five, ten hours talking about this now. <laughs> 6.45. Have a wonderful evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will catch you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it, Dad. Good stuff. Uh, it, it, see? Do you, do, you, do you see that right there? It's absolutely crazy. All right. Uh, this is probably a deal. Uh, show killer. Right on, right on, right on. So all you can do is collect the evidence. Uh, the government's giving you evidence left and right that they're incompetent. Just collect it and use it against them, which is what I called about, is there's only one question, and that is your government is not upholding the Constitution. And so the question is, when will you, meaning you, everybody, we the people, because you're literally at that point, it's time to start enforcing your own constitution your your government is not valid it's it's incompetent it's negligent it's malicious and it needs to be removed and replaced it's not redeemable i mean you got a small amount of chance with the next couple of elections but uh better start thinking about what you're going to do if those elections don't work because they're over the line by quite a bit should we move uh david should we move to uh australia just to kind of get a taste for something worse than than New Mexico, because that right now that's the only place I can think of that's actually worse. There's literally there's literally work camps right now for people who don't take the vaccinations and disseminate misinformation. Are are, are you aware of this? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you, I'm aware of. Uh, nothing moves without me seeing it. 
I'm moving right now. Can you see me? I, yeah, yeah, I got it nailed down. You see that red light blink? See that red light blinking over there? Uh, oh, that's uh, just on the phone. Okay, I just want to make sure. All right, anything, yeah. anything else, show killer? Just that I'm serious. That your your government is uh, it, they they keep up the pretense that they're actually still a government, but they're not. It's time for people to utilize what was put in place for them by some real men a few hundred years ago. The directions are in the directions are in the founding documents. Use them. The, you you have you have the legal standing and the right uh, based on the facts and the law. So do it. All right, Joe Killer. I appreciate you checking in. We'll see you again tomorrow. You can close our show out uh, then uh, as well. Thanks for helping uh, Dowd out. I mean, it's just all sorts of ridiculousness from the hate crime to I mean, we just we covered it all. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow for our Thursday extravaganza right here in Nikiva on AM 1600 KIVA BQ.FM for a complete replay of the show. It'll check in uh, right about seven o'clock and you can check it right there. I'm going to go put up a Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Everybody have a good night. Traveling in a fire combi On a hippie trail head full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under?